0: Yo, what's up? What's up? What's up? This is Chris Williams. Yo, this is Jonathan Muhammad, and this is Opinionated Facts. Welcome back, episode two. Yep, yep. Let's get into our shits. We got a lot that went on today, and during this week, and all that. Yeah, yeah man. We should start with the NBA awards, man. That was it
1: was pretty dope, man. I was all international players winning all the awards. Like, man, that that was crazy for them to to shut it down like that, man. uh... European basketball definitely catching up with American basketball. And it's sad to say, but it's facts, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? These international players coming in, they're really, really good. But,
0: man, uh, what you think about the awards and, like, who you think should have won them? So before we get into that, I wanna, I'm pretty sure everybody knows who won the awards, but I want to just name off the people who won the awards. So we got Giannis, of course, MVP, defensive player. We got Rudy Gobert from Utah. Uh, rookie of the year Luka Doncic my man this errors larry bird Dallas Mavericks we got most improved Pascal Siakam from Toronto six man Lou Williams Clippers and coach of the year Budenholzer and and he's the coach for the Bucks yeah. now what what my man just said we go tell y'all who we thought should have won or who we wanted to win not who we thought who we who we wanted to win and i want to ask you who you really wanted to win
1: MVP Okay, with uh, with that being said, not not picking the actual award winners. They actually won um, outside of uh, Greek. I mean, of course, I want to see James Harden win. James Harden put up 36 a game this year. He was, an, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, a one-man show. But, you know what I'm saying, of course, end of the season-wise and going into the playoffs, that's not what we looking for to win a championship. So we need to work on that. But he should have won that. Rookie of the year. Um Trey Trey Young and if Trey Young didn't um would have been playing like that all year like he was in the second half would have been crazy.
0: Um let, let me let me uh say Maj real quick. Cool. Let me say Maj real quick. I agree with you. You said Harden. I agree with the Harden. Yeah. The MVP Yeah. A 30, what did he score? 35 points a game last year. Um what? Nine assists, eight assists. Yeah. Chris Paul goes down, he plays with House and these niggas they found on the corner from the YMCA. <laughs> right, right. And he, he helping them. He went. They was losing before CP3 went down. And he takes them and now they was a, a top four seed in the West. I agree with you on that. Defensive player of the year, did you say that yet? No, you said rookie. So Trey Young, we both agree. And I think Trey Young, his uh his first half fucked him up. But that's who I would wanted to win too. If it wasn't Luca, Trey Young, of course, because his second half was crazy. Mm -hmm. Do you agree? Like, yeah, it definitely was. It definitely was.
1: Um, Defensive Player of the Year. outside of Gobert, I definitely think Paul George should have got it. He guarded the best man on every single night. Uh, I mean, it's what Klay Thompson been doing in Golden State for years, but. Paul George coming over out of Indiana. Stills leader. Yeah, Stills he able to do that more yeah. because now he ain't got to take the shoulder to load on offense and everything like that.
0: Um, you got you got Paul George too. I got Paul George too, so I can skip mine Um, Who you got for uh, most improved player? I'm interested in hearing you say that because I think we got the same person. Yeah,
1: uh, D'Angelo Russell. Uh, definitely, like, you know what I'm saying? When I look at most improved player, I'm looking at your role and how it changed. You went from a starter and we got to call it what it is. You are a a, a, a um, exchangeable starter because the the Lakers when they gave up on you, you know what I'm saying? They gave up on you for a rookie. They yeah. didn't give up on you for an established player already. So rookie. so you exchangeable. You went from an
0: exchangeable starter to an All Star player. So that was a that was a big leap. And then just to touch back down on D'Lo, he he took the Nets. Nobody had the. Nets. I think I was the only nigga that was saying the Nets could make the playoffs because I'm a Nets fan along with Dallas Mavericks. I like the Nets. So I was probably one of the few that was like, I think the Nets can make the playoffs. I didn't really know though. And you take them as a sixth seed, and they won they won a game versus the 76ers. I think that was an improvement because they was horrible the year before that. So that that was an improvement on itself. He made that team, he improved that team dr- drastically, in my opinion. Um, six men, I think we finna agree with a lot of these. So six men, I got Derrick Rose.
1: Derrick Rose uh, definitely should have won um, six-man if, if he could have continued what he was starting to do on his first half of the season. Um, I think I think it really just got caught up with Lou Will. The reason why Lou Will won it down the stretch is because the games he was playing in were more meaningful and he was scoring big. He led them to the playoffs as as far as the being their top scorer. And when they got into the playoffs, they definitely put in work. They won two games, which is the most games that outside of Toronto anybody got on Golden yeah, State. You know. So, yeah, uh, they definitely was putting in work, and Lou Lou was leading them with that.
0: Yeah, Lou Williams was the leading scorer in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Uh That's crazy, I think, coming from a bench player. I think he was the leading scorer coming into the fourth, like, scoring the most points in the fourth quarter, and he was a bench player. He was, like, top five, top two, one of those. But Derrick Rose, I look, I fucking hate Derrick Rose. I hate him because his fans. My homie will tell you right here. My homie Muhammad will tell you, I fucking hate that Rose. So for me to be saying he should have won most improved player tells me, tells y'all a lot because his improvement, I feel like going from New York to many, they was putting a lot of, what can I say? They was putting a lot on his shoulders and he wasn't supposed to be the man, right? He wasn't supposed to be the man. It was Wiggins. And it was Cat that was supposed to be the man. And he showed it a lot of that pressure at times during the season. It's a very similar to what Jimmy was doing when he was there, too. Exactly. exactly. It's, it's sad
1: that other players got to come in and step into the roles when they the high-paid players. But Coach of the Year... I think we defer on this. I think we got different, different names for this. No, no. If I'm paying you to be the man on my team, I want you to be the man on my team. I shouldn't have to have another guy come in and be the paid the vets minimum to be my leader. No,
0: no, I'm talking Lead about by example. I'm talking about coach of the year though. I think we I think we got different people on this one. Definitely
1: um I mean of course uh Budenholzer won it, but the, you know, I feel like he the regular season MVP, the, the regular the MVP, uh the the coach of of the year for the entire season was Nick Nurse. No doubt. Like the adjustments that he made throughout the playoffs, on the fly, against the Warriors. And, like, Steve Kerr done been there, been there, been there. And not only as a, as, a, as a coach, but a player. So he done seen adjustments, made adjustments. And for them to still win a championship first year as the Raptors coach, but then, you know, he the first coach to be the D-League uh, Coach of the Year championship and then NBA Coach of the Year championship. So Nick
0: Nurse... So, so my thing is, I don't have Nick Nurse, even though I, I don't disagree with him. I got Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers played with less less than Nick Nurse and less, to me, than Mike Budenholzer. He take his team. His team was a top, uh, what seed was they? They was an AFC, right? You take your team to A First of all, you trade your best player in Tobias Harris. Right? Mm-hmm. You you get rook, you got rookies now kinda leading the way and a bench player leading the way and you got a player and uh I can't never pronounce his first name right. Uh the big guy, uh with the dreadlocks, uh Har Umtrez uh, uh, Harold. You get him, and now he's playing very good. He could have been six man. You got two six man or the word quality players on your team. Definitely. You take them as an A C with no stars, no stars. And you win two games versus devoted Golden State Warriors. Definitely. Not only did you win two games, you came back from 30. Definitely. Came yeah. back from 30. So I gave it to Doc Rivers. Right. That was my pick over Nick Nurse and Mike Budenhoser. Right, but right. But l- let's get into the, some of the snub players, who we thought that got snubbed. Because that was our picks who we thought should have won or who we wanted to win. Let's get into some snub players. Who you got are some snub players that you might thought should have won and they just didn't get a nod or they didn't get that. So I got, uh, for some snub player, of course, I got D'Angelo Russell. He's my biggest snub. Yeah, definitely. By far. By far. He's my biggest snub. When you take a team like the Nets to the playoffs and they wasn't even looked at to the playoffs, he was one of my biggest snubs. Now, for MVP, I got, look, people finna get mad. I I really thought Paul George should have got more votes or possibly could have won. You average 28 points a game. you the steals leader. You guarding the best player every time. Mm-hmm. Every time. Your team with you on the court is a top three defensive team. Without you, they not even top 15. So he plays a dramatic course and a dramatic change. So them two players is definitely my two top players that were snubbed. What about you, bro?
1: Uh, I agree with you on both of those, man. Like, uh... Man, D'Angelo Russell should have definitely won. I felt like he made the most improvement because becoming an all-star, if you don't never be an all-star again in your career, I got to that portion of my career. Pop Piasco Siakam could wind up
0: becoming um He could be an all-star, but he got he he was the third. This is my thing. And and follow, follow our Facebook page for real, for real. Because we had these arguments on on our Facebook page, which is Opinionated Facts, named after the podcast. The thing is. When you got Pascal Siakam, he's the third best player on that team. You got Kawhi, Kawhi, Pascal. So it's easier for me to transition into a better position because I got better players around me. D'Angelo Russell was the de facto number one player on that team. He was mm-hmm. the man. He, he It was him. That was his team. That's why I got him as my... Most improving, he was no, he should have won something. Yeah, Shit. yeah,
1: definitely, definitely. And speaking of the teams, it was a lot of teams building this week. They picked up a lot of players in the draft, like as far as like draft winners, draft losers. I'm definitely seeing um, the Atlanta Hawks uh, picking up DeAndre Hunter, they picked up Cam Reddish, they already got um, Houston, they already got Trey Young, um, they got uh, uh, John Collins. They got a roster moving forward. Like, the GM there is trying to build, like, the Golden State, State Warriors. Yeah, they're trying to definitely, build the Golden State Warriors. Definitely. And Trey is their version of Steph. And, and they just need a Draymond. Right, right, right. And and I think they definitely got that in DeAndre Hunter. And they're a team that I think can
0: use cap space and be scary. Yeah, I, so we touched this on the last episode. We, uh, my homie, A couple of my homies thought, you know, Jonathan and Corlin thought that Al Horford could possibly go there. And that would be big for them. Just imagine Al Horford going back to Atlanta with that team. They could probably make the playoffs. Probably as like a top, you know, six seed. I could think that in the East, it's not that hard. You know, well, we got to see some of the moves that the East, Eastern Conference teams make. But as it stands, it, it wouldn't be that hard, I think, for the Atlanta Hawks to make, with the moves they made in the draft, to make a, a push to the playoffs if they get another free agent draft piece. Um, for my draft reactions, because like my man said, we, we had a lot of draft players' movement. We had a lot of movement this year. I want to touch down on what the Pelicans is doing, man. The Pelicans not only got the number one pick, of course, and got Zion. They got Jackson Hayes, who is their capella. That's going to be their capella. They rim protector. And they still got cap space, right? And they drafted a guard from Virginia Tech, right, Nicola Alexander, who is a three and D guy? Right, right.
1: They got a lot of cap space. I'm not sure if Jackson is ready to start. Right, he's away, not. He's not. He's but not. He's not. Here's what you can do: you go out and get Clint Capella. They could be the third team. So you want two Clint Capellas on the team? Right. One is a backup. One is a starter. We, and, and they just run because because <laughs> they got enough pieces. To where we we got players that can we got a playmaker we got Lonzo that's gonna be the playmaker we got a scorer in the half court that's gonna be Brandon Ingram and Drew Holiday we got um we got Zion who's gonna get the attention and and we can play offense through him and we just need our big man to pick and roll catch these lobs that's all they gonna be defense, doing. and fast break
0: fast break now you got Lonzo who's a who's a fast break look the reason I say draft because they got Lonzo who was a top two pick these are people, when I say this, these are draft picks to me. When you get new players that's that young, they are considered draft picks to me. So yes, I'm considering them as as great pickups slash draft picks. Lonzo Ball, still in his 20s. He was a top two pick. Brandon Ingram, still in his 20s, early 20s. He was a top three pick, right? Top four pick. So you got two top five picks, and you got Zion, top one, and you got Jackson Hayes, top 11, top 10. That's crazy. I thought they was probably... Them in Atlanta was our de facto wins of the draft. Now, the losers, we got some teams who fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> who, who really, really, really fucked up. Now, who do you think really fucked up?
1: I, I, I You remember on the last podcast, I definitely said I wanted to see um, the Duke Big Three get together in the league. It, it's not going to happen. I feel like the Pelicans could have. So, you got them as a loser. Made the move. No, no, no. They're definitely winners. Okay. The the Hawks, the Pelicans definitely won. But I think the losers of the draft, in my opinion, was – and and I got to see what they do in free agency and they switch around their roster. But I got the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Cleveland Cavaliers acquired several guards within this draft, having a roster full of guards already. Um, they already got Colin Sexton. They bring in – Darius Garland. They brought in Darius Garland. Kevin Porter Jr. Kevin Porter Jr., they brought in um, another first-round draft pick. Um, um, I forgot his name, but my point is is that they have about five or six backcourt, whether they be point guards, shooting guards, or whether you want to call them a combo guard or not, guys. And it's like, where's the minutes for all these guys? These young guys. Colin Sexton was only going into his second year, so
0: where's the development go when you got Darius Garland who's going to take the ball out of his hand? So I disagree with you wholeheartedly because I think Cleveland got a plan in mind. Uh, even that's hard to say because they never have a plan in mind. It seems like they just do whatever comes to mind and they do it. Whatever the fuck uh, the owner says, they do it. Well, so he's my, never had a plan without LeBron. His he, plan exactly, has always been exactly, LeBron. Exactly. So uh, my thing is I think they got a plan. now. I think there is Garland. I, okay, so this is how I look at the Cleveland. And I think they sneaky winners of the draft. And I'm going to tell you why. Kevin Porter is a sleeper pick. He can be, a. I think if he if, if his career go right, I think he would be an all-star. I'm not saying he will be a superstar. I'm not saying he will be. I think he'll be an all star. I think one, uh, he'll have a couple all stars in his career. He's good from USC. He's good. He's very good. He was my sleeper pick on the last podcast, Kevin Porter. Now Darius Garland, I think he. I think this was gonna happen with Cleveland. Let me tell you what I think Cleveland gonna do. Me just reading rumors and me just looking at their team. They go trade Kevin Love, right? They go get. They go get draft picks. They go get a player for him. They can't get that for Kevin Love, right? So they go see if this Darius Garland and this Collin Sexton team tandem can work. They go try to see if it's CJ McCullough and Damian Lillard. It's not gonna be. One of them guards go take over and I think the guard that's gonna take over is Darius Garland. I think he's way more talented than Kyler Sexton. Now I'm not saying Kyler Sexton is weak. He's good. He ain't gonna go down without a fight. I just think Darius Garland is the better player. They gonna trade Kyler Sexton within two, two, three years max. They gonna trade him. So they got what they with the Cleveland Cavaliers got on their team is tradable pieces. They still got Jordan Clarkson, I believe, if he ain't a free agent. But I think they still got Jordan Clarkson who they could trade. Right. A team could take him on his contract and they could trade him, get another draft pick. This is what I think Cleveland is finna do. Just get a whole bunch of draft picks, a whole bunch of rollish type players, and they finna just build their team through the draft, Constantly build their team, team through the draft. What we finna talk about next is what we'd rather do that. But, another sneaky winner I got, another real sneaky winner I got, before I hit you to my loser, is Memphis. Memphis drive John ja Morant, right? Mm-hmm. They drive, they, they, they do a trade to get Brandon Clark who I had in my top 11 picks. Yeah, he, he a real solid player. He a solid player from Gonzaga. This is what I think they finna do. What? watch. Y'all think y'all gonna laugh at me. Memphis in the next couple of years will be in the playoffs. They gonna be good. They gonna be scary. I like Jaron Jackson if they stay healthy. Jaron Jackson is stretch five. He gonna be one of the best defender big men in the league, in my opinion. He's long. He's athletic. He can shoot it. They gonna run. Brandon Clark, he he combines that with his slashing with Jared Jackson's stretch five abilities, right? Right. Then you got John Morant, who is a blur in the open space, and all they gonna do is run and pick and roll, motherfuckers. That's it. They gonna be scary once they get a few more pieces. I think they can can fight for the playoffs in the next couple years. Right, right. So, uh, my loser, I got... My loser, I got you know what? The Wizards. And we gonna touch on them for making a fucking trade in the next couple of minutes. The Wizards my losers. You draft the guy, you don't even scout. They said they ain't send a scout to his they ain't send a scout to this man. Rule I might say his name wrong, forgive me. Ru Hamashiara. Mm-hmm. He went to the Wizards, Gonzaga. This these motherfuckers didn't even scout him. That's probably look, we did a they probably one of the top five worst organizations right now. You mean oh my god. I actually don't think that they're a draft loser because you
1: don't got a president, so you don't have a draft direction. You don't have... You got scouts?
2: Yeah, you have <laughs> why scouts. Why you all send scouts to... Uh, who, but,
1: but, but, but you just sending scouts out to see players? Like, you got to have a direction. We're so, trying to get this. We're trying to get that. And they didn't know what it was going to do because they just made the decision okay, okay. So, this
0: week that they're not trading Bradley Bill. Okay, cool. So you don't know what the fuck you go going to do trade the pick. Move down, get more picks. Why not do that? Move down, get more picks. Why Why would you blind... You draft them blind. And then you already got that player, that type of player he is, who I think he is, he, he plays like a Morris twin. Right. So you got that player already on your team. You had that player on your team, if right. he's a free agent. Right. I don't know. What well, the problem is is that trades was happening around a pick. And when you trading around that pick, it
1: creates a market for the actual pick that you have. So when they go to trade that pick, it's like, you know, what are we going to get? We've seen that, you know what I'm saying, uh, um... Phoenix and Minnesota did. They pick where they traded basically the pick they were, and the player, Dario sorry for the sixth pick. Yeah, but they was number nine. Right. I'm pretty sure they but that had that was the call. number 11 pick. I'm, look.
0: You see what I'm saying? I That's see the market. You, I see what you're saying, but. but I only got to give you a pick and a player. No, well, the, the, I, I believe, I believe, if Washington would have took some calls for a draft, for that number nine draft pick, they would have got a decent haul. A decent haul. The number four <laughs> pick, right? got the Listen, the number four pick. From uh uh the number four pick from the Pelicans when they traded that or whatever, mm-hmm. they they got the number uh, what eight and seventeenth pick right right right. I'm pretty sure the number nine the number nine overall pick could have got you two draft picks. Yeah, I mean, maybe a few, maybe a, a first round this year and a first round next year. I, I feel you with that.
1: Um, I definitely do. And, and and here's the thing: they say that the Wizards didn't send scouts to go see him. Who did? You know what I'm, saying? I'm pretty. Look, hey, he was bought... Look, look, look I'm look, sure somebody cut, sent cut. him because he was going to get drafted and everything. He was like going to get drafted first round. But, but my point is that he a draft mystery, just like Giannis was. Is he back a draft ago. mystery? Yes, he is. I, I'm I, not saying he's going to be Giannis at all. I'm just saying he's a draft mystery that they rolled the dice on. They could have one of the best players in the draft. They could have the biggest bust in the draft. Man, they're but it's a gamble. Ahead. At the perfect time because you don't know what your future okay, is. Okay, so. Is it wall? Is it
0: build together? Or are you blowing that up to do something else? But my thing is you skip players that are better than him. Cam Reddish. What number did he go? Tense. He was on the board still. So you skip a Cam Reddish to get him.
1: I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but they've been drafting a Cam Reddish-ish type of player for the last couple Can, of drafts. I, I got, Otto Porter, uh, Kelly Oubre. Those are the same boat ass guys. I, I know
0: what you mean, but Cam Reddish is better than both of them niggas, I think.
1: I think he will be too. I think he could be Paul George if he put it all together. But you know you know what they say about mistakes? You know what I'm saying? If you don't learn from them, you're going to just repeat the process. Them
0: motherfuckers repeating the process. <laughs> I
1: feel you. I fear them you. motherfuckers repeating the process. Bro. With free agency coming up, it's a lot of rumors swirling, and it's a lot of things that's transpiring over this past week, and we definitely want to get it in them. I think the biggest story out. Is would the Rockets be able to uh, make this signing trade for Jimmy? That's really been heating up this past week.
0: That's why, why the fuck would they want to make this trade? Like this, this is my thing with the with the Rockets. They already got problems. <laughs> they already got problems between Harden and CP3. They they trying to they trying to milk down the water. Milk down the water means they trying to keep the rumor rumors downhill. Chris Paul came out and said, Oh, this is news to me. I didn't I didn't know we was beefing. Come on, man. Y'all beefing. We saw the video that was made last year where Chris Paul was trying to give him, talk to James Harden, trying to give him a dap, and James Harden smacked his head. Mm-hmm. Like, bitch, get that shit out of my face. I want to dap you up. Why would you bring Jimmy into that mix when we already know? That, that Jimmy can be a cancer at times when certain players ain't doing what they're supposed to. So if James Harden ain't playing defense, you don't think Jimmy go get in his ass? Well, well we got to look at what the, what the team is overall. So the Rockets
1: are looking at it from this perspective. Okay, it's not the, it's not the team president. It's not Daryl Morey because he's taking scraps and getting great players. When you think about what he traded to get CP, you know what I'm saying? He gave up out of what the Clippers have right now. He gave up Patrick Beverly. He gave up Montrez Harrell. He gave up Lou Williams.
0: He didn't, he didn't give up Lou Williams. Lou Williams was on the Lakers, right? And then the Lakers, I think, True. traded okay. okay to okay. the Clippers. Yes. Lou
1: Williams played for a few rosters. Yeah, so my, yeah. Bad on Lou <laughs> my bad on Lou Williams. No, no hate, Lou. No yeah. hate, man. No, nah, I fuck it. with Lou Williams hard, <laughs> but he has played for a few jerseys. So, um, so you give up? Okay, so boom, you give up Patrick Beverly and Montrez Harrell for sure. Those are two quality pieces for the Clippers. For Harden, you gave up um, Kevin Martin. Steven Adams uh, and a uh, Jeremy
0: Lamb and a box of cookies. So Stephen, Stephen, so so let me let me say this so people won't be like Stephen Adams wasn't on the Rockets. He was that draft pick, right? Yeah, he was the, he draft, was, pick he was the, draft, the draft pick. that they drafted. right? Right. Sam okay. Presti is a great drafter, right, right? You know what I'm saying? So motherfuckers won't be like, oh, oh, he wasn't on the Rockets. We know that he was yeah. the draft pick that they gave OKC for Harden. A- exactly,
1: exactly. So he's turned nothing into
0: something. Now you're not gonna blame D'Antoni
1: because. You feel like as a team. Why not blame him? Because they feel like as a team, Dan Tony unlocked James Harden's offense. Okay, I'm
0: blaming I'm, a, I'm a to put, another level. So so this is the blame I'm putting on the dysfunction of the Rockets. These my top one and top two players. That's that's the reason for the dysfunction. Dan Tony, number one, I'm gonna tell you why. After I say number two, number two, Chris Paul. Number three, James Harden. I'm gonna tell you why. And I'm a Chris Paul fan. Chris Paul has been known to be a, a bad teammate. Even, when he went on J.J. Redick podcast, it was funny because J.J. Redick was like, bro, you can be annoying, bro. Like, you could be annoying. That's what he told Chris Paul to his face when he was interviewing Chris Paul. You could be annoying. And we heard the, the the dysfunction between him and Blake Griffin on the Clippers, right? Mm-hmm. We heard them going at it. But I think the problem with Chris Paul is he don't mean, I think he got the Jimmy, Jimmy Buckets effect. I think they don't mean no harm. They just want you to play hard and play a certain way, but they 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 send it out in a weird way. If you seem right. know, you got to know as a leader, you got to know your team. I feel like you got to know your team and know how to handle them right. in certain situations. Now, after I'm done with Chris Paul, back to Dan Tony. I blame Dan Tony for a lot of stuff. As a coach, you are supposed to be the the leader of men, right? Yeah. Why you letting this happen? Why are you letting this dysfunction happen? Why is you playing James Harden all these minutes? Now he gassed in the fucking playoffs and can't give you shit. Why is you we seen what he did to Kobe. He the reason Kobe was hurt. Kobe tore his Achilles, I blame Mike D'Antoni. Because you playing that, a fucking 34-year-old right. 30 30 plus 35-38 minutes. That Why? Was, that was too many minutes for
1: uh uh um for Kobe Bryant at 34 years old. James Harden is 29 years old, bro. That's mileage, bro. Yeah, he got mileage on him, but he he playing the best stretch of his career. Okay. I,
0: I, and you got to roll with that. I agree, but let me let me ask you this. Let me or let me tell you this. Okay, so we both agreed that James Harden could have possibly been snubbed for the MVP, right? Mm-hmm. And he was playing with these scrap guys that. Mike D'Antoni and 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 the GM. Hold on, hold on. I'm not saying they scrap guys. No, I'm I'm saying they scrap guys because they was. House (laughs) scrap guys. Come on, man. Like they scrap guys. But it's no, it's no hate. They in the NBA, but they they not CP3 who went down. They not Capella who was who was hurt during that stretch. He played damn near 38 minutes a night. Plus, you in the playoffs. Come on, man. That's. Mileage on mileage on mileage on your body, the type of player he is that he's an offensive juggernaut. That's mileage and mileage on I your mean, body, it's what he had to do based on the team,
1: and that's why you want to go get Jimmy Butler. Because okay, you got Chris Paul, he owed when he break down, you back to what where exactly where we was at before Chris Paul came there, which is James Harden controlling the offense. Now, the reason why uh, the team aren't looking at Dantoni is the problem because. Um he's going into the office saying I want a new contract. I unlike James Harden offense. He's never scored 35 plus a season before I was the coach. He never had 10 assists in a season before I was the coach. So he put the ball in his hands way
0: more than what was already done. And he already had the ball in his hands. I called I call Mike Dantoni the injured coach. Cause he always fucking hurting his players. Kobe not the only one he hurt. I, if we look at the Suns history, Marion. Stodem you know, Stoudemire. Nash was dinged up a few times. You feel me? Like he, he put too much his his style of play put too much on his players because he 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 kinda reminds me of the offensive version of uh uh Tom Thibodeau where he plays his starters so fucking much Absolutely. and at the end of the at the end of the season, these motherfuckers is wore out and now they gotta go into the playoffs with these wore out players. And like Jimmy Butler, the reason I don't, I, don't, I don't dislike Jimmy as a player, so let me correct myself if I said that. I don't like him as a I don't dislike him as a player. I like him as a player. Jimmy a max contract player. Mm, he deserves the max in this era because of the money. But what has he done to get the max contract? He's done he a lot. Okay, so like what?
1: So let me let me go through it. So in Chicago. In Chicago, Chicago was, I mean, his past okay, is ahead, what he's done. Ahead, ahead. In Chicago, was Derrick Rose's team. All the way up until Derrick Rose got traded to the Knicks. That first year was Jimmy's first year. Yeah, he led the team because Derrick Rose was down. But as far as team building, the team was building around Derrick Rose up until that season. Up when until they, they chose Jimmy Butler over him. Right. Yeah. So that season, Jimmy chose, chose showed me that I can recruit. He brought in Dwayne. He got Dwayne Wade Dwayne wait, wait, Miami. Wait, wait. He ain't getting Wade. Wade from Chicago. Wade is Wade from Chicago. Wants to play. Wade wants but to legacy, play in Chicago. legacy wise, with these great players, great players don't want to wear two, three, four, five, six. Seven Why not? Jerseys. A
0: lot of great players
1: wear two, three, four, five, six jerseys. No, no. I'm you not, only got. I'm the- not talking about they don't want to get traded. You think Shaq wanted to go to motherfucking uh, Phoenix and and go to he Cleveland? Was, he was and, a free agent. And, yeah, he, he probably wanted to play with Braun. But I'm talking about. All of these extra teams that Shaq went to, but he did it on his own accord. He did well. No, he only so he got traded. He only got traded to Miami, right? He got traded to uh, Phoenix too. So after Phoenix, he was a free agent, and uh, and that's when he went to uh, no, no, no. After Phoenix, he got traded to Cleveland. After Cleveland, he became a free
0: agent and went to Boston. Hey, some great players go through that. You get older, but I'm trying to say, bro, your level of talent, your level of talent, ain't the same as you. in your 20s that it will be and We only see rare players who they talents Like a LeBron who in their 20s They still dominant in their Late 30s or, or oh. Mid 30s right? Right So to me I feel like some Great players that the longer they play The more Risk that they have to get traded we only see Anomalies Take when it comes to these Players that stay with one team for the For the duration of their career Vince Carter Hall of Fame to you Oh and I mean Vince, Tracy McGrady made it. Vince Carter done
1: wore what? Eight jerseys. Is his is his legacy. That's because he want to keep playing ball. But his legacy is 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 quite tarnished as compared to think wow. about it. Think about it, so, Vince. So, 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 think second, about it Vince would have stayed in Toronto all of these years. That that they went through bad, they went through good. They went through the Chris Bosch era. They went through DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Cal Laurie together. Now they would uh, um with, with, with Kawhi and Vince Carter Was there all that time Jonathan, that, His legacy
0: would be much greater bro, It probably will be But that he, he had a better career with the Nets He took them to the finals No, he was not on them teams He wasn't on that team He wasn't on none of them teams So he teams. wanted on with Richard Jefferson And god damn I he, thought was he was on, on none of team. them teams I thought he was on that team No That was That
1: was Jason Kidd, Kerry Kittles You sure he wasn't on that team? I'm positive On both was, of them That was That was Jason Kidd, Kerry Kittles Richard Jefferson um, Mikey Moore they had Dikembe Mutombo. They had Dikembe. They had um uh what what's uh um they had Brian Scalabrini. No, he was not on them teams.
0: Wow, Why he,
1: came, he, was on a, he came. He came after. several years after, and they only was making it to like the conference series, getting knocked
0: out by like Boston and shit. So, do you feel like? Do you feel like a player? And we going to get back into the free agency soon, fellas. But do and women, <laughs> I know there's some women out there that listen. But do you feel Definitely. like? Do you feel like? Uh, uh I want to ask this question before I forget it a player who stays with that team that they got drafted by or whatever the team that got their first race of rookie is better on that one team than going to multiple teams yeah i want to i want to stay with one team one
1: jersey as long as possible unless i'm unless i unless i'm in so a, try, some unless, players get better
0: once they move you know that right yeah of okay.
1: course they do of course they do but legacy wise like you you get to see them uh, play and it's like you know what I'm saying these the lost tape years like what was I doing what was Vince Carter doing playing for the Hawks in 2019 he should have been playing with the
0: Contender. Bo he but that's that's just him loving the game of basketball. It was. So so you saying Shaq legacy is tarnished? Uh,
1: it, it would be much greater. Like look at look at the difference between Shaq and Kobe. They only won championship apart. Shaq got the more Finals MVPs, but people say that Kobe's career is better. So let me ask you. Being this. in
0: one jersey plays a big role. Let me ask you this. Dirk. He, I I love Dirk. I'm a Dallas Mavericks fan, right? Mm. He played with number Dallas. His legacy better than Shaq's? No. Okay, then. That's all I'm saying. Say, <laughs> Dirk, Dirk stayed in one jersey. One jersey his, his whole career. But his, but his career is not comparable to Shaq's. But you just said a player who stays in one jersey has a better chance at having a better legacy than a player who's a journeyman, right? Of course. Shaq was basically towards the end of his career, journeyman. Right, Dirk, but Shaq was always like Shaq was always better than Dirk. I mean, are you sure about that? Like, I mean,
1: yeah, every year. Me. No, no, I'm not talking every about every year? single year, but like uh, people's perception of Shaq has always been Shaq so, is better okay. than Dirk. So that's why I go to it now. now, now a, a comparable person for Dirk would be like. Uh, um, Chris Webber, uh, the power forwards of his time, that actually was killing him in the nineties, well, and hey. then when they actually got into the two thousands, where he had the better
0: team, Rashid Wallace was killing him. He don't got defense. Everybody was killing him. Nobody could stop him. Nobody could stop him. But let me talk about another free agency. You know, because Jimmy, we think Jimmy. Where do you think Jimmy going back to free agency? Jimmy, I
1: think, I think, I think Jimmy is pushing hard for this Houston thing. It's the best chance to win. Uh, out of all the players of the players that he could team with, it, it gives him the chance to have the biggest role. While at the same time, the biggest role, the playing with the best players. So if he goes to the Lakers, he the third option. If he go to Houston, you say he's
0: the, he the second option. He the
1: second option. If he, goes and to he, he be- gonna guard the hardest player, so he gonna get a lot of responsibility for the credit for the win right
0: there. So I think Jimmy, I think this Houston thing is sneaky. I still think the uh, certain teams that miss out. On marquee players outside of Houston, the best
1: bet for him is to is go the, back to Philly, because you the closer on that team, guaranteed. So you want him to go to Philly with Ben Simmons, because, because I, Ben Simmons is a great defender. He is,
0: but, but Joel and B could be the best player in the league if he just stays healthy. This is my He's thing in that discussion. This is my thing about Jimmy and him and, and him and players, and, and it's been it's, it's been on media and all that. What he do when certain players don't get better? What he do? He getting their ass. He, he, should. he show out. That's why oh, he built oh, for oh. a championship team. Right. Exactly. So you put him on Philly. We all have problems with Ben Simmons not learning to shoot yet. Which we think can come. Hopefully, he can learn how to shoot. But what if Ben Simmons never learned how to shoot? You don't think he gonna cause some type of tor- turmoil in that, in that, in that organization? And now, and now they looking like who we wanna keep Ben Simmons? Or Jimmy Butler. You you got Joel who who's a firecracker also. So now they go I think if he stayed with Philly, they gonna have a choice to pick who we wanna trade. And it's going to be harder to trade Jimmy on a max contract. I, bro, but
1: I don't think Jimmy the problem. I think it's exactly what you're saying. Uh, ben Simmons <laughs> need to get his jump shot. And if, if Jimmy Butler got to be the guy to get on his ass, yes. Because quiet is kept. That's the reason but why Rajon Jair- tra- Rondo ain't get the max contract
0: in Boston. Because you ain't never develop a jump shot. Facts. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly with you on that. But let's get off Jimmy for a second. I want to touch down on another player who's interesting now. Because we got some trades that went on. You know what I'm saying? The Lakers. They open up thirty-two cap space, thirty-two million cap space now by trading Mo Wagner. Uh, what is his name? Bangya or some shit Ajay, like that. Isaac Bangya. Yeah, and uh, the other guy, John. What is his name? Jonathan. Uh, J- J- Mo-, Mo Wagner. No, I said Mo Wagner. Uh. J- Jamero Jones or some shit like that. Like they traded these, whatever they traded these three guys. And cash considerations. And, right, is what and, call and, and, yeah. Cash fucking considerations. I don't know the other two. I know Mo Wagner, <laughs> but they traded these two guys to the Wizards to open up thirty-two million in cap space. Mm. So now they could get a max player. Not to mention AD waived that trade kick. So so that's the thirty. That's all together. He we waived this trade kick for four million. They trade those three three guys. To the Wizards, and now they got thirty-two million in cap space. Now they can go for a max player if they get it. My question is: They cleared their cap space because they got somebody coming. Who you think coming? Because I know I said Kawhi stand to the Raptors. I wanna I wanna hit Kawhi real quick. I know I said Kawhi stand with the Raptors, and I and I still think he's staying. But it's been a lot of rumors that we spoke in private about that LeBron was recruiting Kawhi
1: during. The season. I, I, think, I think that $32 million is going to go for the best player going all the way down the list. I even think KD going to get a call. Because
0: LeBron. KD, KD ain't going to listen to him. He's not going he he to listen. LeBron going to reach out
1: again because LeBron already reached out in the regular season. If that, if that happened, that's some sucker shit on both of them. I mean, LeBron already there. Come on, man. Look, KD ain't going. To, he want to be better. I, 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 don't, I don't think he's going no, there at all. Going. I just think LeBron going to make the call. And he going to keep going down the list until he's he going to go to Kawhi. He's going to see what Kawhi want to do. You know what I'm saying? Kawhi probably going to want to get, get his own team or run it back in Toronto. And then that's where it's going to get serious. Because for those people so out you there. Said, so, hold on.
0: So, you're saying no Kawhi ain't going to the Lakers. You don't think it's a I, shot? You don't think it's a. I, if no, you I, the,
1: I think that's the first real shot at a best player in free agency. Okay. Kawhi. And then if Kawhi say no, I think from there you move on to um, to Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. Now, for all the everybody out there that believe that Brooklyn only going to take Kyrie if KD comes. That's true. That's, that's dead today. Bro, you, and you, I'm going to tell you why that's dead. Kyrie got the leverage now. Oh, you don't want to sign me? I'm going to the Lakers. Hold
0: on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. They don't give a fuck about him going to the Lakers. They got a guy who's a restricted free agent, DeAngelo Russell. Now, mind y'all. I'm not saying D'Lo is better than Kyrie, but he's he's closer than what y'all think. He's close. He was a 20 plus point scorer. He averaged seven assists, I believe, and he shot 40 percent from the field. Right. So so Kyrie did some of the similar numbers. Mind you, D'Angelo is, is younger. He's still what 20 21. Right. He's younger, so they don't give a fuck. I feel like they feel like, look, nigga, we don't want you to be the number one option anyway. We want you to bring somebody with you, which is KD. That's my point, though. So, so how he got the leverage? They don't give a fuck if you go to
1: L.A. Go to L.A. This is the leverage. They not rumored to be in the, in play for all of these other guys. So if they let Kyrie walk and go to the Lakers, for example, if they coming he coming over there to win championships. Now at some point of these championships, you got to start looking like damn, we could have had this player because wait, 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 wait. what ain't gonna change from Cleveland to the Lakers if he decided to come to the Lakers on.
0: is that LeBron gonna put the ball in his hands to close. Kyrie is on a championship team. They already considered by most a championship team without this nigga, right? Excuse me for saying the N-word, without this brother. They already a championship team without Kyrie, period, right? We both agree on that, right? We do. So what type of leverage is him going over there to the Lakers saying, I can win championships? Duh! They already can win championships without him. My thing is, I feel like they saying they don't care. If you choose the Lakers, great, Go. Now we can look. We can set our, our our eyesight on D'Angelo Russell. We can set our eyesight on Tobias Harris. We can set our eyesight on, uh, on JJ Reddick. We can set our eyesight on building a team. Maybe not have that marquee name, but we still can build that team. You know, because if you ain't bringing KD, that that that's his, uh, that's Kyrie's light point. He can bring KD with him. KD, they want to play together. So, if it's not, if it's not, we don't want you to be the face of the franchise. we seen what you do to a face of the franchise. You lost in Cleveland until LeBron came. Yeah, you had a great squad in Boston. They they went to the Eastern Conference Finals without you. Now, when you join that team, it's, it's, it's disgruntled. It's everywhere. We don't want you to be the face of the franchise with younger players, just like in Brooklyn. I mean, just like in Boston. You're going to fuck up again. That That's that's why they don't want this man without KD. No, no. They're going they go, first of all, them Brooklyn players. Did he just made it to the
1: playoffs? They don't have the, they don't have that season where they can say to Kyrie, we did this without you. They, They're going to be looking up to Kyrie because he's the champion, the veteran player, and the best
0: player on that team just if like, you go over there. Just like you thought they was going to look up to Kyrie because he went to the finals with Cleveland. But they was looking at him like, bro. They were looking up to him the first year. Bro, the the Boston
1: Celtics had clinched the playoffs before Kyrie went down that first year. And they, he was going to lead them in the playoffs,
0: and they was going to do damage. we seen this one. Uh, okay, so we've seen a full year of Kyrie Irving. In the in the playoffs, right? What did he do?
1: He didn't do shit. This second time around, they played they Indiana to,
0: without Victor Oladipo. They went D4 to the East
1: Finals without him, and they 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 felt like they arrived. They now, did. Now, no, no, they didn't. As a team, they didn't, bro. This is gonna be, uh, bro. Who they getting in free agency? This is gonna. Kimba? No, they not. Okay. No, they I, not. I think they got a good shot at Kimba. Mark, mark my words here, people. The smartest thing for Kyrie and the smartest thing for Kimba. Whichever domino gonna fall first, the other Kyrie, person, the Kyrie, other person should go with the other person. So if Kyrie go with KD, Kimba should go with LeBron.
0: And if Kyrie go with LeBron, Kimba should go with KD. So this my that's that so. So this is my thing. This is my thing. And and I think speaking on like the Kyrie, Kimba, D'Angelo Russell, I want to hit those three because it's been a lot of arguments of, like, I'm gonna just do the Kimba and Kyrie argument right now. Okay, Hold on, real I, quick, real quick, real quick. Start, bench, cut, them three. Okay, start, bench, cut. I start motherfucking Kimba. He's going to be my guy because I feel like him and Kyrie, they offense offset each other. The difference between him and Kyrie, he's a leader. Kyrie's not. So I want to start Kimba. I'm going to bench Kyrie. I'm going to cut D'Angelo, of course. But D'Angelo's coming. Like, he's coming. But what, what would you do? That, that's I'm, I'm going. I'm going. Doing? I'm going. Kyrie is my
1: starter. I didn't see Kyrie yep. get busy on the high leverage of moments with LeBron. We, we don't. But 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 <laughs> when the, when the game get on the line on Christmas, look, look, they put the ball in his hands. Right. He gave it to Clay. I agree. I agree. In, but... the, in, in, in the championship, he hit the game clinching shot. Then two weeks later, he hit the same motherfucking shot in the Olympics and closed out the
0: Olympics. Kyrie proving he's proven with other players We've seen him without other players and we've seen him be the de facto leader with Boston and he didn't catapult them Okay, this is my thing with Kyrie and and I'm gonna let you finish. Let me get this shit off real quick Kyrie Was supposed to take Boston over the hump, right? They went to the Eastern Conference Finals. He was supposed to take them Has the Eastern Conference Finals for everybody saying, I hear people saying he's a top five player. You niggas is, you brothers is tripping. You you mugs on crack. If you think he a top five player. Arguably top 10 player, top 15 for sure. Top 15 for sure. Not in my top 10. Top 10, top six point guard. I mean, he's not in my top five point guard. So my thing is, he was supposed to take them over the top, and he didn't. That's my thing about Kyrie. If you don't have that, he's not a number one option. That's my thing. That's my that's my haterism on Kyrie. People try to say, and yes, Uncle Luigi, back to my statement, yes. Player two, yes, he is. That's my thing about Kyrie. People gas him to be a number one. He's a number. He's like a driven number. He's a great number two. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But back to your start. I mean, you still said you would take Kyrie over D'Angelo right now. That's not saying a lot because D'Angelo Russell's 21
1: 22. That's not saying a lot. Like, 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 no, like. I would take Kyrie over a lot of point guards. I'm not taking him. You just said those three. Those two. Other I, ones. No, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying. It's not only D'Angelo Russell. I would, I'd take him over Kimba. I would take him over a lot of point
0: guards. Kimba, Kimba is a proven number one on that trash team that he took to the playoffs twice. He's a leader. You don't never see him. M- mind you, name me. Okay. Before, before I wanna I'm gonna let you get off your you know, start bench cut. Then I'ma gonna, I'm gonna say this first. Kimba, name me his second best player on the Hornets this year. Who would you say his second best player? Because I'll tell you who I think is. Who you think his second best player was on the Hornets?
1: Uh, I mean, bro. Yeah, nigga. When you shaking
0: your head saying, uh, bro, they tell bro, me a lot. Bro.
1: That team the team ain't that good Okay, it ain't but but here's my here's Hold my on, point Just, just, with, with just ask the question
0: first. I mean, I mean it, ask it's the question first. Of, I mean Malik Monk maybe oh my god Malik Monk came off the bench Jeremy Lamb was his best player, hey. second best player. Okay Jeremy Lamb Now tell me Boston's Fourth best player. I won't even say they second best is they is is that fourth? I think they fourth best player is probably Marcus Smart, bro.
1: The roster is clearly better, but it's listening to your leader is my issue. They leader Kyrie wasn't good. He was throwing them niggas under the bus. For, but you talking about the second year? They were actually listening that first year. They was balling, they listening? Killing yes. He bro. was hurt. He wasn't around, bro. Down the, down the stretch, they clinched the playoffs before he okay. got hurt. Uh, we clinched it, then we played without your ass. You got, you got to play. <laughs> a, but what I'm trying <laughs> to tell you is you got to play a serious portion of the season to clinch the playoffs. That's fine. They, That's like 60-some-odd
0: games. I, I, I agree. Look, I agree. They clinched it with him. Great. But to win in the playoffs, they they, they went to the Eastern Conference Finals without him. And they played better team, co- a cohesive team without him. But I'm gonna let you shoot back to your start, bench, and cut. So who you starting out of Kyrie, Kimba, D Lo? I'm I like I said, say um, I'm
1: starting Kyrie for the high leverage moments. I'm I'm uh benching Kimba because yeah, you can get on you can you can you can go crazy in high leverage moments too in the regular season. But you don't play big T V games in the regular season and you don't play in March, May and you damn sure don't play in June. So until I see you get into the playoffs and get busy, he he's been, he been to the playoffs well, twice. It's not that team is horrible. But, but here is my thing. Okay, so for example, this this year, free agent. So I'm gonna shut, shut up. Free agent. shut up because I feel he, like we're getting back to the Kimber and Kylie. Yeah, I'ma no, no, no. I'm a, a free agent. If he gonna stay in Charlotte and get that bad cool. but you tell you tell Jordan, you tell the team builders that hey, you gotta go get me a player two before I resign. So, you don't just re-sign and take so, the So, so you know You're going to take it, take it, but make sure that they set you up
0: to win right,
1: because right, right. I, now
0: I, you get blamed moving forward I, for if you're not winning or not. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to say this about Jordan. We both said this on the li- last podcast. I was watching first take this morning. He said, Stephen A. Smith said, Michael Jordan don't want to go past that luxury tax. Didn't we say that shit in the first podcast? Bro, he's not going to. Not, if exactly.
1: Michael Jordan gave Kimber Walker the 5 year 221 million dollar contract he would be paying Kimba more than he paid than he got paid during his basketball career <laughs> do you think that michael jordan i don't jordan, know what about shoes you, you, talking about, you talking about just on the court i'm talking about just on the court okay, contract okay okay he will be paying him more than he made in his entire career on just on the court contracts. and you know michael was thinking about it like hey is he better than me fuck no do you think michael think oh excuse me you think michael saying that yes because i'm going to tell you why the All-Star game this year, when they had the, the uh, press conference for the All-Star game, as the team owner, he has to do the press conference. They asked him, what streak is better, James Harden's 30-point streak or Russell Westbrook's triple-double streak? He said six rings. He, but that, that's everything because, reversed no, 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 no. back to Michael it, it, Jordan. Hold
0: on, hold on, hold on. So James Harden is Adidas, right? Yes. Russell Westbrook is Team, team Jordan. Jordan. He had a chance to pick so, up his so roster are you, member, are you, his best player. So you don't think, you don't think that was a
1: joke? It was a joke, but why would you revert everything back to you? You're retired? He's Jordan. He, he is Jordan, Michael Jordan, Jordan, but at the same time, any other team owner will be, ch- or, or a person that's on my brand. You think Jay Z would have said that about uh, uh, Kevin
0: Durant? If he had a moment to so where he could big
1: up Kevin Durant, Rock Nation
0: member. It's two different entities. Jay Z's a rapper, he ain't playing, he never played in the NBA. Two different entities. So I will feel like it's different. I feel like Jordan said it as a joke. He's and, no, no. He's
1: bigged him up on Jay has done bigged up KD on records, right? And and the same thing. But he's a rapper. He's a he, client. He never play, he, exactly. He's okay. never played okay. in the league. Is 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 uh is Russell Westbrook Jordan's client? Yes. Is um uh, um KD Jay Z's client? Yes. But that is my point. But when you speak of, it, I'm gonna speak man. on my man's in the highest regard. He had a chance to denounce Adidas and he had a chance to big up Jordan in the same conversation and he took he took the he took the the, the yellow big road the other road to 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 put shine light on himself same
0: same thing like bill uh who's that that went on the stage and was like I kill all y'all asses remember on the uh hall of fame I think it was the a hall, hall of fame they all retired. Bit, they all retired but they all feel like they in, in their minds like Shaq said on first take they all feel like they're greater than that next player but back back to the free agency Damn, we are hour in, almost an hour in. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Great topics. Um, Back to free agency. So, you were speaking on Kyrie, Kimba. You you feel like Kyrie has a chance to go to the Lakers and Nets, right? Yeah. You feel like Kimba. Now, Kimba. Back to Kimba. Should he go to Boston? No. Because Boston is the front runner right now. No. I'm going to tell you why he shouldn't go to Boston.
1: Yeah, Boston got Daddy Ainge. He a great team builder, but Danny Ainge You got to trips. you got you got to think about the fact that you had Isaiah Thomas. He wanted to stay. You you trade the man. He played hurt. That has an effect, a ripple effect throughout the league. Can we trust this guy? Am I gonna get in my contract and you gonna trade me? You know what I'm saying? Then the fact that Al Horford left in this free agency that plays a role too because now Danny Ainge. He just let Al Horford sit on the, on, the, on the roster, play out the year. He let Kyrie sit on the roster, play out the year. He missed out on trading and getting so, some of so, these guys. So the, now the next time when he have a, a, a bad season or a turning point uh, a part of the season or, or of his
0: franchise, he's going to make that trade. So my thing is with Danny Ainge, and I want to touch bases on Danny Ainge because Danny Ange, Danny Ainge is great, but he failed, I think, a little bit because you had these pieces that you could have traded for. Yes, he swung, and he missed with Kyrie. I think he swung, kind of, and he didn't give up shit for Kyrie either. He just gave up Isaiah Thomas in a pick. And you swung and you missed with that because Kyrie didn't take them over the hump. That's all bro. He just basically gave up Isaiah Thomas and a pick and something else. He didn't give up a lot. He didn't give up a lot to Kyrie, get Kyrie. Kyrie wasn't a swing and miss because you flat out upgraded. Isaiah Thomas
1: no, was a no, one-hit no, no. wonder. What I
0: say, when I mean swing and miss, I mean... You got the the quote unquote star player, right? Right. But he didn't take you over the top. That's what I mean about swinging. They 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 swung, and for that player, well, and because, they didn't go far with bro, that player well, because Kyrie's not that player. bro.
1: Kyrie's not going to be the guy to be the best player in the championship. And that's team. all
0: I'm saying. But
1: but here is the difference, though. If you get Kyrie into the moment, meaning if he's on the team in the finals, oh, you can
0: you can't count him out for finals MVP. So like, Kimba. I think Kimba's a great fit with Boston because of Brad Stevenson. Right? Because Brad Stevenson is known to make little guards good. Isaiah Thomas, you know, Kyrie did good under him. And Kimba, I think he'll be play. They need to do something. So if Kimba does go to them, I, I can see I can see them going to the playoffs and doing better than what they did without with Kyrie. That's just me. That's just me. So we we argued that I don't really want. I know you don't want to argue it no more. So let's go to a couple more free agencies before we go into something else. Mm-hmm. What other free agency do you have that's just in the waters, lurking, like waiting for the first dominoes to fall? The Kyrie's, the KDS, and you know the Jimmys and the Kimbers, waiting for them to fall. That's go go on a team and be the reason that team plays better or goes over the hump. Man, um, man, I, I feel like Al Horford. Really? I feel like Al Horford, we touch, we touch bases on Al Horford. I feel like if Al Horford get on another team, depending on the team, he could take them over the hump. I already said about how I feel about Atlanta. How I, I think if he goes to Atlanta, he could take them to a playoffs. I also feel like Tobias Harris. If Tobias Harris leaves Philly and say, just hypothetically speaking, goes to the Nets, and it's Tobias Harris and say... Kyrie. Mm. What do you think they could do in the east?
1: They they could they could do things. I don't think I don't think Tobias Harris is leaving Philly because now Tobias Harris has leverage. Because if Jimmy Butler is gonna leave, do you wanna leave? Do you want both of us to leave? And by the way, you paid two draft picks, two first round draft picks for me. So is it's in your best interest to offer me the max or you just gave up. Two
0: first-round draft picks for me to walk in three months. That's true. That's why it was a swing. That was a big swing. and It I was, like it was I, a smart swing. It was a smart swing. I feel like if they give – so you said they're going to give both of them max, Jimmy and Tobias. And then, don't forget, they still got to re-sign Ben Simmons coming up and J.J. Redick is a free agent. See, that's what
1: I would do, though. I would I would re-sign both of them to the max because you're just paying them right now. Okay. Ben Simmons is not on his contract yet. Okay. When that year approaches where you're going to have to pay they Ben go. Simmons. They're going to be in trouble. No, you're yeah, not. Bro. I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Because you, if, if
0: it's – they got to pay him next year? Ben Simmons? Yeah. I think they got to pay him in a couple more years. Not next year. I think maybe, the year after. Maybe yeah. the year after. Okay. But that that's you know three mean? players on
1: a max contract. That's three right now. But you got two years. To see what these four players together can do, and you trade and one if it don't work yeah, out. Yeah, if it, I you trade you one, I see Or what you, mean. or maybe you trade two because now you're gonna have Tobias Harris. You're gonna have Jimmy. Do uh, your two build blocks are gonna be Embiid and gonna be Simmons? So maybe you package in two of those guys together to get a top flight, you know, player, one of the
0: top seven players of the league to play with them too. All right, well, that was a lot of talking about draft and the NBA-free agencies and all that, we're going to take a very small break, and we're going to hit y'all up with some next topics. Yo, so I wanted to talk to you about team building because team building has been a very, very, very valuable asset to most of these teams, whether it's trading for a star or building through a drive. So my question to you is, what would you rather do if you was the GM of an organization? You can call it the Jonathan Muhammad team, whatever. What would you do... Would you rather trade for a star with the players you already got, or would you rather build through the draft? If uh, I'm building myself,
1: uh, I'm going to be in win-out mode. So myself, I'm going to uh, uh, trade for, uh, for, for star players or sign them in free agency. And I feel like um, you're always building your team, you know what I'm saying? But if I can go and I can get a star player that completely changes my trajectory, I will. Now, what makes a player worth signing? to me, to me, you're a star in this league if you can win 30 games by yourself. If your, if your favorite or one of your favorite players is on the team, he's putting up high numbers, but he ain't winning 30 games. No, no shade, but an example would be Devin Booker. Devin Booker are putting up 25 a game on the Suns, but they have yet to win 25 games in the season. That's just calling it what it is. So, um, you know, uh, in fact, I actually have uh, some stats on that. He actually won eighty-seven in uh, they won the 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 Suns won eighty-seven and two forty-one in
0: four years with Devin Booker. So that's exactly that's what crazy. I mean. That's crazy. So, so what you can I ask you this? So you saying say okay, hypothetically speaking, you got the Suns and you got Devin Booker. Is you trading him? To get a star, a stud, like a star, like whatever, insert any star you want. If a team come to you and say, hey, you want to trade Devin Booker for, name a star you want. Say uh, AD. I'm going to just say AD, for example. Just hypothetically speaking, he not on the Lakers. Would you make that trade to get that de facto star or what would
1: you do? My 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 take would be to try to trade as many players on the roster as I possibly can. So I'm I'm telling them on the phone, Devin Booker's off limits. Anything else you want? Preferably, I'm throwing Josh Jackson in your direction because I'm just using that the Suns for example. Josh
0: Jackson, boy,
1: because he's a high draft pick and he still got a lot of potential there. He like what six nine, sixteen. Yeah, so and he got a lot of potential there. So yeah. why don't you pick you four five players off my roster and maybe a draft pick? See, the more players you throw in, the less draft picks you can get in. That's what they did when they did the Chris Paul trade. You know what I'm saying? We give you seven players and one draft pick, and we done with this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel So it. I, I want to
0: build through free agency or trade because it's a quick it's a quick build. So my only concern with building through free agency and trade is you might get certain players that – certain stars that join your team that mess up that nucleus of your team. And you know, say if you get – uh. And I'm gonna just use him as an example, Jimmy Butler, or say like uh, I know me and you was talking probably say like a Dwight Howard, you know. So say th- these guys come on your team and they just start wrecking havoc on your younger players or wrecking havoc on even some of the vets. So what would you like? That's my only issue with going through free agency and, and trades because you don't know what the fuck these players gonna give you as as team cohesiveness. If you understand what I'm saying. Right, right. Well,
1: that's the thing when you when you get an established player. Whether it be in the NBA, the NFL, whatever league you're in, you're getting an established player, you know what you're getting. You know what they bring to the table. You know what pros they is, what kinds they got. So, you know, I'm going to bring players whose styles match each other. Like, you know, um, uh, like like you just said, Jimmy Butler, you know, he rumored to go to the Rockets. He would fit there because he's going to be, he's going to guard the best player. He's going to be the second scorer on that team.
0: And that's exactly what Houston needs. So, okay, okay. I, I think I'd rather, I, to answer the question back to myself, would I rather uh, be an aggressive team and get trade for a star, or build through the draft? I think I'd rather build through the draft. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I feel like if you got, say if I got good scouts, say if I got good scouts, because every team be fucking up draft picks. So, we just go hypothetically speak, I, I got good scouts and I drafted uh, Zion. I'm just saying Zion, for example, because he drafted number one. And I got Zion, and I had these pieces already. I feel like I can build through him. Now I got him locked up for four years, right? Mm-hmm. Now I can build around him. I can get other, you know, players, free agencies who might want to play with this guy. Right. And I feel like me getting that younger player that I can mold into the player I want him to be, not only on the court, but outside the court. And he can be that leader that I want him to be. Hopefully, he grows into that role. I think it's easier from getting an outside source. Right. And
1: I, I feel you with that. And that would turn out perfectly if you got great scouts. But unfortunately, everybody ain't blessed with great, great scouting. No, no, and they ain't no. got that eye, eye for detail. So building through the draft, the the, the the cons for that would definitely be the fact that you're not going to hit the jackpot every time. Every team ain't blessed with a Klay Thompson falling in your lap at 11 or Steph Curry falling in your lap at 7. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to make great draft picks and you got to really know what you're doing if you're going to be picking in a lottery multiple years. But, uh, man, it was a, a, a lot going on this week, man. Like, for example, the uh, Ennis Canner and the Julius Randle beef,
0: man. That shit was crazy. And Do you think that's beef or is that just niggas really, like, just in their feelings impressed? Well, well, Cause, well. Because he didn't really say nothing that... I already said in the first podcast, I said, I said from
1: Ennis Cantor perspective, he liked to poke the bear and he liked to go at who's being talked about and who is the actual best. Zion is the best player coming into this draft and he's taking shots in the past at KD. He's taking shots in the past at LeBron calling the king, queen, prince. But that's more, that's
0: more of a shot than Okay. So when you compare in a player. Like I said, like I said previously, before you said that, when when I when I compared Zion on the first podcast in our NBA mock draft, and I said his poor man, he's a poor man, like if he don't reach his ceiling, he's gonna be Julius Randle with hops. Which I is said, crazy. You just called I, that I, before I called, the beef happened. Before the beef happened, I said that shit. Because you look at that player. They're the same exact fucking player. Like, they do the same exact things. They attack the basket. They, they, they can rebound good. They can dribble. They can bring it up to the court. They're a fast break waiting to happen. So was that really a shot? Because it's like, bro, that's who he is
1: at the moment. I agree with you, but I don't think that's the whole picture. Me, myself, personally, I don't feel like you can compare Zion to one particular person in general. I actually have seven players that... I would, I would say that Zion has pieces to that game. He's not like one of these players individually, but he has uh, um, qualities from each of these players. And I'm going to say, as I'm going through them, I'm going to name and let you know what I feel like those qualities are. So, to, 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 your, uh, uh, to your comparison, Julius Randle. I see that because he a two-handed finisher. He deadly with that left hand. But I also see other players like Sean Kemp. Right, so he gonna have that explosiveness. He's gonna have that dunk creativity that Sean Kim having, especially in the open break. Draymond Green, that open court pass and that playmaking ability, he gonna be able to hit motherfuckers on the dime without stopping, without, you know what I'm saying, picking up his dribble crazy. You know what I'm saying? Larry Johnson, strictly size and girth, he is built like Larry Johnson, you know what I'm saying, six seven, chunky frame, and gonna be able to get up and down very extremely quick. Blake Griffin, his ability to uh, work hard, to want to be better as a triple threat player. Zion gonna be able to score, pass, and he's going to be able to dribble. He, I can see him setting up office just like Blake Griffin. Now, LeBron, because he's going to have stardom just like LeBron. He's going to be hyped, and we're going to be watching every move just like LeBron. He's going to be a polarizing star just like LeBron. And then the last person is Charles Barkley, obviously because he undersized too, but he's going to be an elite
0: under the paint score right away. So so I disagree with the elite under the paint score because he wasn't that in college. He wasn't elite. He's, he's, he wasn't. He wasn't. He, he didn't have eighty-five
1: percent is 80, not elite.
0: Uh, dunks, layups. Charles Barkley had post moves, et cetera, et cetera. So well, when I'm playing think, with three other great college stars, I only can show so much. You can't. You can at least show you got a post move if we throw it in there. They, I, I can't. I can't think of a moment where Duke threw and correct me if I'm wrong, audience, anybody. I can't remember them saying, "Hey, Zion." Go to the post and dominate this game. Like, you can dominate your player. you a- athletically more gifted than them. You can jump over them. You can just brutally just power through them. I don't remember uh, 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 do you think I that, don't remember them setting him
1: up like that. What? Do you think that RJ going to have the ball in his hands more in New York than he did in, in college? He had the ball a lot in college. And he going to have it even more with this team. New York sucks. We don't exactly. even know. Exactly, that's even my know. point.
0: We're well, we going to see his game expand. We gonna see Zion game expand. Sometimes, sometimes, and this is the poison when it comes to drafting. Like, like you said about mm-hmm. draft. This the poison to me that that can hick me up. So when you drafting these players and they need the ball and they can't do nothing else, they black holes. How do they get the team better? And I don't mean passing. I mean defending. I mean is he gonna die for loose balls? Is he gonna uh, rebound? Is he gonna do the little things? Also, to make him become a great player, because great players do one. I feel like great players do a lot of things great, not just one thing great. Well, so when it comes to Zion, he never to me was elite. Like he's a good defender in the college level. He never was a, a elite under the basket. When I say under the basket, I mean post moves. He back to the basket guy. He's not that. With, with, That's with, why I compared them. With, with,
1: Zion, RJ, and Cam. with Zion, RJ, and Cam, bro, they, they showed that they can play together in college. And um, Zion, because of the team he's coming in on, bro, he's going to have so many different players. We're going to see him play off the ball more because he's going to be getting back cuts and lobs because it's going to be in Brandon Ingram hand or, or, uh, or uh, Drew Holiday uh, hands, and it's going to be taking attention off of Zion momentarily for the big play. We gonna see Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish went to a great team, uh, building team in Atlanta. We gonna see him in a, 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 a team effort. But for RJ and the Knicks, I mean, RJ gonna ball hog because they put him in position to ball hog until I see them get somebody else, somebody that's actually playing. Because you think he, he gonna step over? Even it? if KD come, KD's only grooming uh, RJ the first so year. So you think he to step over Kevin Knox toes? Oh yeah, I, if if if. Unless they get a significant player in free agency, R.J. Barrett will lead
0: the Knicks in scoring. Yeah, I mean, shit, It ain't a lot but him and Kevin Knox. That's what I'm saying. Huh? Well, Unless they I mean, get a significant
1: free well, agent, R.J. Barrett going to lead the Knicks in scoring. That's, I mean, but that's how, gonna much give better, him a, how
0: much better? To your, that's going to gonna give him a shot for rookie of the year. To your example, look at Devin Booker. How much better of a player will he get? I mean, some of the same qualities that you saying, him being, him being a black hole. Right. Him but, being but a say, black hole. Some of them, some of them qualities you were saying, him being a black hole, et cetera, et cetera. That was his problems in college. Like that, them, this is why I say he was gonna be a buzz, because I feel like I feel like he, he he don't do nothing great. He don't shoot great. He don't handle great. He don't score that great. I feel like he just do good things. Things that never would take a team over the top unless he has help like he did in Duke, Zion, Cam Reddish, you know. So I feel like he needs them players in order for him to take that leap if in the, his career.
1: If if the first of all, if the ball is in his hands this much, that's what that's what uh, a player coming in will want. Like if KD decides to go to the Knicks, right? He get to see what RJ really is. Okay, so the best case scenario for KD if he decides to go there and he got to sit out a year, it's for RJ to be a 20-point scorer. Because now we know that you can get buckets. We didn't see you in situations where you got to win games for sure because they're going to be fighting and scrapping if, if a rookie is the best player on your team. And they're going to be fighting and scrapping. So now we get to see you uh, high-leverage moments, regular season, you know what I'm saying, to close games. And we're going to see you on some big-scale games like, you know what I'm saying, rookie all-star games, shit like that, to where we can see you close. And that's what I mean. So we get to see what he is, and if KD decide, all right, this is a player I want to continue to build with, keep him here, or if not, they got a, a twenty point scoring trade asset next year to go get KD
0: another piece, if that's what the plan is. So, so I, I feel you on that. Good, good conversation. But I wanted to hit uh, on something that that made it tickle my soul. I wanted to hit on LeVar Ball and uh, 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 Molly real quick from ESPN. First take host, right? My thing with her is, I think, you know, so basically, let me, let me just give y'all a quick analysis of what happened. Basically, he, uh, LaVar Ball was on first take, um, Molly, they were talking about a certain topic and Molly was like, okay, y'all, you know, it's time to switch, switch, switch gears. gears. And LaVar said, oh, you can switch gears with me anytime. He even gave like a little switch gear shimmy. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and I felt like she took it over, but like, okay, I believe in woman empowerment. So women don't kill me when I say this shit. I believe in woman empowerment and all that shit. My thing is, I think she took it out of context. You can tell when the motherfuckers is really talking nasty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you can tell when the motherfucker like, all right, yeah, let's switch gears. Like it's, in his
1: voice. So, so and then, she was like, you know,
0: LeVar, You know, I got a question. I want to switch gears with you. You can switch gears with me anytime. Like change. Change the fucking subject. He even did the shimmy. Nah, bro. Sometimes okay. So for Molly, Molly thinks she 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 a woman empowerment and she do these things. Oh, I'm gonna go to HR. She said that shit at the end of the show. My thing is, if she was such a woman empowerment, why she ain't do that shit to Terrell Davis on NFL Network when he was like Trying to, he was okay. Basically, NFL Network got a field on a on a set where they make examples of football plays. So Molly was on there, and Terrell Davis was like, "Hey." Could you be the center? I'll be the quarterback. She had a dress on. Molly had a dress on. He said, okay, time to bend over. Let's hike. And, and she laughed it off. She didn't say shit. She was like, Oh, you know, I got a dress on. You know I can't do that. He was like, Well, let me get a shotgun, still, you know, hike the ball. And, and bro, that's more sexist to me than saying, let's switch. You can switch gears with me anytime. I think her mom was in the gutter. The difference her mom is was in the gutter. The difference is because. At the time, on
1: Terrell Davis, she was uh, single at the time. She wasn't dating Jalen Rose yet. But, so, that plays a, that plays a big role. If 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 the woman if the woman is single, then bro, that she's it. not a, a, an attack. There's that nothing.
0: does not play a big role, bro.
1: But, well, here's the thing, though. He, he's
0: taking you, it, he's on, shooting on, his hold shot. Hold no, he, no, he...
2: Terrell he's Davis like, was,
0: but... Right, right. He's shooting his le- le- Levar, shot. She's a single woman. I can shoot le- my shot. Listen, LeVar Ball... But what I'm saying is, my whole argument is, what I'm saying is, LeVar Ball... Was it? it didn't even sound like, like when I heard him say it, it? I didn't start thinking negative until she said, "Oh, come on!" Like she said it, that little It, it white doesn't sound. It's girl. not
1: sexual, but it is an innuendo.
0: So she shouldn't have said it. She shouldn't have opened the doors for that. If you, if you, if you a reporter and you say, "Let's switch gears," and you know you got a host who's maybe hostile. Hold on, who's maybe hostile? You shouldn't put a hostile top, like a hostile sentence for that for that person to even get hostile with you. First of all, he even did the shimmy, like yeah. You can switch gears with me anytime. Bro, he didn't say it
1: even in a negative way, I understand way, what bro. you're saying. Like, but like, okay, so it was it was two parts to that that he could have took from. She said, I have a question. Let's switch gears. He could have said, go ahead on with your question. What's your question? But bro, instead, he focused so, so, and left it wide open for in the window.
0: And after she said, "So you, wanna say, you can come on
1: now. And he he said, didn't
0: clean it up. You no, know, he did. He said, you know what I mean? He's like, I wasn't talking about that. You didn't hear him say that? He said, come on, y'all. Y'all know what I mean. And then Stephen A was like, oh, Max was just smiling. Because I don't think Max even took it wrong. I think Stephen A took it wrong once Miley said, come on now. And he was like, no, I mean, you can switch gears with me anytime. Like, you can switch the subject anytime. My thing is, if she was a big woman empowerment type of shit and all that, single or not, if you all that and you don't want to be sexually harassed like she said LaVar did, then you would have said that shit about Terrell Davis. I think she don't like LaVar Ball. They always kind of get into it a little bit every time he on the show. If she... It don't matter if you single, married. It don't matter. If you is all for woman empowerment, you shouldn't have to have certain reasons why you say something. Oh, because now I got a man and I'm married. I'm finna say something. No! Well, here's say the, something! Here's
1: the thing with that. I don't think that Molly was the only one pushing for him to be removed because, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen... He he was removed from ESPN. He'd be no longer featured on ESPN after these actions. But I think Jalen Rose has something to do with it too, because Jalen Rose is is a big part of ESPN. He do multiple shows. He didn't speak on it on any of his shows. He got Jalen and
0: Jacoby. He got get up. He could have spoke on Lavar Ball situation with his wife. But I, you know what I think? ESPN, Disney Channel. You know what I mean? Disney on every fucking thing. Jalen so, Rose so, know how to speak so and, he and to get sp- his point across and, without. But but if, if Disney come down and say, hey, just leave that alone, they pay my paychecks. So I'm going to just leave it alone sometimes. Now, if it was me, I would have just went on like, a podcast like we on now and be like, y'all ain't paying for this. Well, that's and I would have snapped
1: off. But... I mean, wifey is wifey. And I wouldn't let nobody tell me not to defend my wife, exactly. But my you know, mother, you know my they... sister, whatever the situation may be. But, you know what I'm saying, at the same time, I think that's the reason why Jalen Rose didn't say something because he knew it was happening behind the scenes. So, um... Did you happen to catch Andre Iguodala
0: on The Breakfast Club, though? Man, I listened to the whole, watched the whole 51 minutes out of it, bro. bro Iggy tell was definitely all, going boy. crazy on that, bro. You think
1: he was going crazy or was he telling the truth? No, he was telling the truth, but I was just surprised that
0: he went after the Warriors dynasty like this. I, I don't think he was going after the Warriors dynasty, and, I, and I'm going I'm to a, I'm a tell you why. Like I, I feel like he was just telling some things that most of us kind of already knew. But he, it, it was kind of like a, uh, yeah. This is this is what was going on. Now, one thing I, I'll let you talk after I say this. One thing I didn't know was, homie had a fractured leg versus the Houston Rockets last year. That's signs, man. He putting out
1: signs. So so he didn't play game three, game four, or game five. He said they said
0: it was a bruised leg and it was fractured.
1: Because that's that's what the reports do. And I think what the NBA need to do and change the rule on, it's something that they do in NFL. You gotta correctly give diagnosis or else you can get fined. If you notice the NFL does that. Yeah, the NFL. Patriot's good for that. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta give a correct diagnosis because you know what I'm saying. We've seen with with them, we've seen KD situation being incorrectly diagnosed. And Andre Iguodala spoke on it. So close to free agency, he spoke on it for a reason. He wanted to get his word out there, and he wanted to let what side of the fence he was on. And, of course, a player is always supposed to be on the player's side. Uh, but he talked about, man,
0: Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson being blackballed from the NBA. Yeah, I, w- I wanted to touch on that because it was a big, again, you know, it was a big conversation going all around social media. Like, well, we w- we've been saying he was blackballed. When he got fired, and he didn't get another job. We kind of figured it was him and his beliefs, his religious beliefs. He don't believe uh in a man and a man. He don't believe in homosexual homosexual relationships. He don't believe in that. He believe in uh a man and a woman, right? Cause he he's a preacher, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I I I come to the conclusion like I was I was debating a couple guys in our group in opinionated facts on Facebook, and I just wanted to see what they were saying, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'm to the belief that they, they brought up good points. They brought up good points. Um, I have a, you know, I have a sister who's gay. You know what I'm saying? So, if they said Mark Jackson told a gay member, we don't want you in the locker room because you're gay. So, if I had somebody say that to my sister in her workforce, like, she called me like, man, Chris, guess what happened? I got fired because I'm a lesbian. You know what I'm saying? I'd be pissed. I'd be pissed i will be ready to go up there And fight a motherfucker Like what What the fuck Like what You can't love who you love You can't be who you want to be with Right right So so my thing is I I feel like It's a thin line Between saying He was blackballed Cause all I believed At first Before I heard stories Was that He didn't agree with Gay relationships Right that's what I heard. I didn't hear the part until him going into the locker room and saying we don't want you in here because you're gay. I didn't hear that till later on. Right. So you can't, bro. I feel like you can't that's now, you can't. you, can't discriminate. A you can't discriminate. A
1: person's sexual orientation has nothing to do with their ability and inability exactly, to perform exactly, a job.
0: Exactly, exactly.
1: But at the same time, okay, so Mark Jackson, like you say, he's a preacher. He's a Christian. So when he spoke on was what the actual Bible says about homosexuality within the Bible. So at, at some point, I guess, and I'm playing devil's advocate here. So from his perspective, it would be what is more important?
0: Is it you being a homosexual or is it you being a Christian? So if you, a, so my thing, and and this get into a, a lot, of, a lot of this, this one topic can get in a lot of shit to mm-hmm. me because I feel like a lot of Christians, I, I grew up in the church, right? Right. I'm pretty sure even though you was a, a, a Muslim, Muslim. I went Muslim, to the mosque. You went to the mosque. you have been, been, been to churches. You've been to churches. you So you know as a Christian, you're not supposed to judge. He who will be judged is condemned, right? Correct. Correct. So as a Christian, man, and, and I love Mark Jackson. I love him, man. I wish like one day I could talk to him because he, he's a brilliant. He's the one that started on the dynasty, and we're going to talk about that soon. I feel like some stuff shouldn't be said. Mm-hmm. Even as a Christian, you should, you should, if you don't, you can disagree with them. You can talk to your homies like, man, I don't, I don't fuck with that nigga. He he, gay as hell. But, you know what I mean? Like,
2: but. Uh, well, let a, me ask as you a, this a, for the sake of general
0: conversation. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So
1: as a Christian, a person is supposed to help a fellow brother or sister in need. Would you agree? I agree. So wouldn't you have to establish that they're in the need, AKA judge them
0: in order to determine that you in need? Not necessarily. Because everybody ain't gonna ask for help. Everybody ain't gonna ask for help. But that's that's a different. That's a murky. that's a murky line you playing with. Because I feel like being homosexual and needing help is two different things. Of course, that person don't that, need help because that, they love. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's not what I yeah. say they need help on.
1: Because if you want to be a homosexual, like I said, be a homosexual. But like I said, just playing devil's advocate, right? I think Mark Jackson's perspective is: what's more important? Is
0: it being a Christian or is it being a homosexual? So, him being a Christian should be important, but him being a Christian, it states in the Bible, you should cast judgment on people. That's what it says in the Bible. And Bible also it, has not, strong views Let's talk about... I, I just want to touch on the Bible real quick because I was raised in the church. You've been in a lot of churches, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe we can ask our other homie who's here if he want to jump in. My thing... Because he's he been to churches. My thing is... When it comes to churches, this is why a lot of people don't go to church no more, right? This is why a lot of people don't, don't look to God, or no, I ain't gonna say look to God. I'm gonna just say look to those Christians to help them whatever they're going through or to open their eyes to something, to, to get them faith into something, right? So, because if I'm homo- if if a homosexual came into the church right now, you already know what they finna do, they finna run their ass out the door. Am I right? They're going run their ass up the most, well I'ma speak for most churches I've been through. And I ain't gonna say they church. Names. But ain't that judging, bro? That is judging, and they shouldn't judge. I agree. That's what I'm saying. You shouldn't judge a person based off their sexual orientation. You shouldn't because we all got something gotta be law. You can't bro, you can't no no, no, no man, this is no, what I'm man. saying. No man. This is what I'm saying.
1: Everybody can't love everybody. Everybody can't like everybody. I,
0: I agree. I agree with that. You I don't
1: agree, have your own views, and that's what makes us different of opinions of different walks of life and different people.
0: I'm not disagreeing with that. What I'm disagreeing is Christians are taught to love everybody, right? Love. Look, let, let, Let's go through. The, let's use the Bible, for example. Mm-hmm. Paul was Saul. He was killing people, right? Mm-hmm. Moses was supposed to go and correct me. If, if I'm wrong, y'all, y'all can correct me, call in, correct me, whatever. Moses was supposed to go into a city, uh Solomon Gomorrah, right? If right. I'm right, and I think it was Moses, I might be wrong, Joseph and Moses. And he was supposed to help change them for their wicked ways. Right. Because they was doing all types of shit, all types of shit, you all right. types of dirty shit. And and homosexuality was one of them. Right? Right. So you're not supposed to judge, you're supposed to send off love to show them, like, yes, we know you're different. You're different but we still want you to come and experience this godly love, right? That's how I look at Christianity. But that's not how Christianity is. Mark Jackson and and I wish I swear to God I wish I could just talk to him and ask him what happened, but from my from me looking in, I feel like Mark Jackson was pushing those judgy Christian views on people like, how can you ban somebody for being gay? See what I'm saying? Now, now he played it so because the guy It it was a guy who was helping, who was working with the Warriors. His name was uh, what was it? What was the guy's name? Um, he helped, he helped with the All Star game. Yeah, he actually Uh, uh, created the All Star game. uh, Rick Wells, Rick Wells, he created the All Star game, right? Right. And he's gay. Now you played yourself because he over you now. And now you played yourself, and now you can't. Now you can't
1: coach. I don't. I don't think. I don't think Mark Jackson played himself because how his legacy as a coach is going to be remembered. Uh, most people consider him the creator of the Warriors' dynasty. You consider him the creator of the dynasty?
0: He's definitely the foundation of it. He drafted Draymond, Klay. He Clay. was the coach when they got drafted. Uh, as the coach, if you got a good organization, which the Warriors do? You ask your coach, hey, my scout's looking at these guys. You want to look at tape? You want to look at this? What you think about them? I think they're going to be great. So he was one of the main factors of them drafting Curry, Clay, Draymond, and he was one of the main factors to help, I think, Curry uh, show that shine. He also said that he was gonna be the best backcourt so, in the NBA history. So uh real quick,
1: go ahead. Steph Curry was on the team already when he got hired. So Steph and Clay was already there. The only person that he was there for to see no, drafted. He, he drafted he drafted Curry. Did he draft Curry no, and Clay? Curry got drafted in two thousand nine. Okay. Mark Jackson got hired in twenty eleven. He okay. got fired okay. in twenty fourteen. Okay. So he got fired despite leading Golden State to playoff uh, appearances in, for the first time in 20 years. Now, the first year when he took over the team, 2011-2012 season, if you remember, that was a lockout season. Right, right. Um, Steph Curry had a lot of injuries. They went 23-43 and 43 in 66 games. The very next year, Golden State went 47-35. They was a the sixth seed in the West. They played uh, Denver in the first round. They beat them four two. So you beat the higher seed. Right now, now remember that Denver squad was that was the, the that great team that was built around the Mellow Tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and then uh, they lose to San Antonio in the second round, which I think San Antonio was the second seed that year, and they lost four two. So. Um, that summer, they originally signed Mark Jackson to a four-year, eight million dollar contract. He earned two more years guaranteed in 2013, so now he signed through the 2014-2015 season. So again, 2013-2014 season, they approve again. They go 51 and 31. That's the first 50-win Golden State Warriors team since 93-94. Then Golden State reaches the playoffs for consecutive years for the first time since '92. They lose to Golden uh they lose to uh the Clippers in the first round seven game series that's what Doc Rivers, Chris Paul, mm-hmm. Blake Griffin, all those guys been bragging about for years. We the last team to beat Golden State before they was Golden State. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And
1: yeah, then yeah. now uh after that seven game series, May 6, 2014, Mark Jackson was fired. Kirby comes the Golden State Warriors coach and they just start delivering championships. They have won four in so, the last so, 5 years. So
0: you so Basically, you saying that Mark Jackson, yeah, Blackball, no have, doubt, didn't have, didn't have, wait, I want to go back to the Dynasty, didn't have no parts in creating that foundation. Of course he did, but what he, what, what, he, what the
1: wind up happening when he was there? Like, so Stephen Clay was already there. He played an integral role in getting Andre Iguodala to join
0: the and team, and he also said that it was gonna be the best backcourt in NBA history. Right, right.
1: Now people forget that Andre Iguodala was on the team that the Golden State Warriors beat when they was the sixth seed and then Denver was the third seed. Right, right. He came to join them. Yeah, Yeah. now he came to join them. For all the people that want to you know, take shots at KD for joining the Warriors, Andre Iguodala was the first guy to do it. It's just that he's not on the grand of scale of a a player that KD is. But he was an all-star, which he was at the time, that joined the Golden State Warriors after we beat them. But needless to say, um he, he he brought in the other pieces, the the Barbosa's, the Sean Levingstons, the pieces that filled out the bench that David made the, the, exactly that made the championship roster. So my thing, my question
0: is okay, the, so but
1: David Lee was his boy. Now, Steve Kerr was the one that came in and decided, Draymond Green, you are gonna be the starter. And not only will you start, when you get the ball, you can push it. Because if you remember, uh Mark Jackson ran a um a high usage uh, a system where it was a lot of pick and roll. The ball was in Steph Curry's hands a lot. Steph Curry has not averaged as many assists as he has with Steve Curry as he has with Mark Jackson, and that's because he allows other let's, players let's, to facilitate yeah, the yeah, offense. Yeah, he, he in fact, Draymond offense. Green leads them in he, assists he, 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 the last couple of years. So my thing is, why do you think he blackballed them?
2: He's blackballed I, I, I because
1: Mark Jackson's been out the league for five years, and if you yourself is saying that Mark Jackson is the creator of the Warriors' dynasty, how come the creator of the guy that that created the team can't that went to four of the last you finals?
0: You can't discriminate. How come, they, how come he can't get another job and it's been five years? You can't discriminate. Against? You can't discriminate against, against homosexuals. Against? You can't discriminate against nobody, bro. Like when you're in the workplace, let's, 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 workplace got rules. Hold on. Let's, workplace got rules. My workplace has rules and regulations. You can't discriminate against nobody. I, I'm telling you my workplace rules because I have to read them motherfuckers every day. No one can discriminate against nobody religion, race, uh, sexuality, et cetera, et cetera. Right. right? So in the NBA, I'm pretty sure they had the same fucking rules. It's the NBA. Right. And the NBA, as we've seen, is a uh like like somebody said, like I was debating somebody, he said this exact thing. NBA seems like they guarantee a no tolerance zone when it comes to discrimination because uh I'm going to ask you this, and I know it's well, kind of... It's, it's a job like every other job. In, in the NBA, they they preach a lot of freedom,
1: but here's the thing. If he was not getting a job because of discriminating against uh, uh, being a homosexual, uh, a homosexual, answer me this. In, in everyday life, are people discriminated against because they are former felons? Are people discriminated against because they have a lot of tattoos? Are people discriminated against because they but wear that's
0: why, that's earrings and piercings? But you you're playing back to my argument. That's why the rules are set so motherfuckers won't discriminate against those people. But okay, what I'm trying to say, I, it's going to happen in every walk of life and every happen, job, regardless. It, should, it shouldn't happen on the work workplace, and that's why those rules were set. That's why they said, hey, you might can't get it. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure he ain't going to get I don't think. I think it's done. He's been out of the league too long, I think. I, I wish he could coach again. I love Mark Jackson, but. And, and this I is think the funniest part
1: of it all, people. So he's not getting a coaching job because of something he said. The moment he got fired from the Warriors, he became a, once again a TV uh, commentator on, on ESPN, and, and he's their profile uh, team.
0: Jeff Van Gundy, Mark so, Jackson, so, is the profile I'm pretty, team. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure if he came out, say if Jeff Van Gundy was gay. And if he came out and said, Jeff Van Gundy, I don't want to uh, uh commentate with you because you gay, he'll get fired. Because now he's saying he don't want to work with a man. But he basically said the same thing. He said no, no, I don't no. want... He, he said a view he said a view about no,
1: bro. gays Look, bro. in general. Bro. Probably not even knowing that his that, that the owner that
0: that the, the guy who was investing so, 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 is, is a part uh, is, is, is a part of the homosexual community. So this is my thing. First of all, he had to know that because you 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 working for that man. If you smart bro, do you know everybody that you work for? Nigga, yes. I mean everybody. I know my I know the bosses, I need to know. You know
1: the president, you know the owner, nigga. You know, yes, the they, they come, they
0: come on, they come to our workforce, they say they shake our fucking hands. You I a look job. I, I, I look at them and I say, shit, I need to know this person because they pay me.
1: Right, right. You got a great job. They, they pay me. on a lot of jobs, the people from up top don't come to see the people.
0: But who- this the NBA. This the NBA. He created this guy, Rick Wells. I might be saying his name wrong, created the all-star game. You mean to tell me Mark Jackson didn't know about what the fuck he had going on? This is my thing, and this is my thing. You saying people get discriminated. I agree with you, but where does it come to a stop where you can't tell somebody who's homosexual in a face like, you can't be in my locker room, and he's supposed to be in the locker room. I'm pretty sure he was in the locker room doing his job. So if he's in the locker room doing his job, and Mark Jackson, and this is hearsay, I don't know if this is real. But if Mark Jackson came to his face and said, "Yeah, homie, uh, it's your gay ass out the locker room. We don't want your gay ass in." Not saying he said it like that, but if he said that, bro, that's wrong. Like that's that's discriminate. Okay, so you mean to tell me, and, and I know these apples and oranges. What I'm about to say, so don't don't crucify me, cause cause like I said, I I, I was debating two guys and they were making great hella great points. Race. Let's talk about race, right? Let's talk about Donald Sterling real quick. We can we can jump back to Mark Jackson. Donald Sterling lost his, lost his job, right? No, he lost, lost the team. He lost the team, right. They he forced lost the him team. to sell it. They forced him to sell it because he was, said nigga on uh, the phone. And, and then it was, it was receipts of him on his property not selling his homes or not renting out his homes because he didn't want to rent out to black people. So you mean to tell me it's been years. How long has that been? Years, right? Mm-hmm. Should he get his job back? Why should he? Because you said Mark Jackson should. Yeah, Mark Jackson should. So they both discriminating against a particular person because of a It's a difference between racism and discrimination. It plays hand in hand.
1: It it in some in some cases. In this case it played hand in hand. Well, okay, I would I wouldn't want Donald Sterling to be an owner again because I wouldn't either. I wouldn't not, either. You know I, what I know, I'm saying? I know I know, I know you, you don't want either, me. but I'm just saying I would never want him to be an owner again because you are talking about black people in a league that is ninety-eight percent black, as opposed to um, 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 Mark Jackson talking about making a you know what I'm saying a, a, a statement based on the Bible. That's a forgotten part in this whole thing. It's based on the the words that's been written for so, thousands and thousands of years. All he did was repeat the book, but because he actually feels that way, he's getting scolded. So how do you
0: repeat the book by saying we don't want gays in a locker room?
1: Bro, okay, bro, okay. He used the locker room, but what, what he's... He what told he, that to a gay staff member. Right, right, right. But this is what I'm saying, though. He, he based that, all his statements because he's a preacher, because he's a Christian, and he's a devout Christian, if he's, is it's he, based on okay.
0: what, what he okay. learns and what he believes. If he's a devout Christian, you ain't supposed to do that. Okay, so my mom, so my mom, my mom was a Christian. Right. Heavy Christian. Right. You know, God rest her soul. She was a heavy Christian. One thing I noticed, she ain't never judged nobody. I never saw her say... You know, she might not agree with it. Mm -hmm. Like, we had multiple conversations where she really didn't agree with it. But she would be like, I would never turn my back towards somebody who want to be around me just because of their sexual orientation. That's what I was raised in. Right. So, Mark Jackson being a Christian, I will figure... A preacher at that. I will figure do the same thing.
1: But I, I, but if you but, got some to say. Okay, cause... but but that's what I was going to say though. Okay, so Donald Sterling said what he said with the league being 98% black. So regardless of who you trade this year and that year, you're going to have black players on your team. There is no guarantee to have a you, homosexual player on, you never on know. your team. You you never yeah, know. They you, are, know. They you never know. There are undercover never people know. and they choose to be undercover. Be yourself.
0: But if if you choose to be undercover, you undercover. We we won't know. Okay, I feel you on that. That was a that was a heated topic. Good conversation. Do anybody watch the fucking BET awards? No, no. How the no. fuck does Snoop Dogg win a, <laughs> <Snoop> Dogg <laughs> win a gospel, a gospel album. wins a gospel album? We I was looking at the I I didn't watch it. I didn't watch the BET awards, but I was looking at some of the winners. All right. Yeah. Could you uh, please tell me some of the winners, Jonathan? Please. Cause this shit was mind-boggling to me, bro. Like some of the some of the winners was mind-boggling to me. Snoop was one of them. That was funny. I looked at one of the one of the winners. And one of the winners for male hip hop
1: artists. Male hip hop R and B pop artist was Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. And he beat out Donald Glover, mm-hmm. Chris Brown, uh Khalid. Was that uh, hip-hop or pop? Anderson Pack and uh John Legend. This is for R&B and pop artists. I don't mind Bruno
0: Mars. I like Bruno Mars. Bruno, I believe yeah, Bruno, I like Bruno Marsh Mars
1: should have definitely won um, that category. Um, some of the other ones was uh,
0: female. Uh, the female... Um, Cardi B won that one. But it was the people who was nominated that was weird to me. Yeah. Um, I think Remy Ma was nominated. Who else was nominated? Yeah, it's always... Okay, so... For female hip-hop artists, we had uh,
1: Cardi B, The Winner, Lizzo. Uh, Megan- who the fuck is Lizzo? Hey, your guess is as good as mine. Megan The Stallion. She's so sexy. Cash Doll. I, th- I would have gave
0: it to Megan Nicki Thee
1: Stallion. Nicki Minaj and Remy Ma.
0: Nicki Minaj definitely deserves it. I'm
1: going to tell y'all this much. I, she I, dropped an album. Who? Nicki Minaj dropped an album last year. Was it year. good? It was. It that, was,
0: was, it, was the, that was the it, Queen album. It was trash. It that was, was one of her worst albums. I, I said this privately to my homies, and I, Look, Nicki Minaj is a legend, but I said this. I said she go get, high. she go, she go burn out once somebody just like her go come into the game. And Cardi B came in the game, and she burnt out. Now she got a song out called "Megatron," it's trash. The women like it. It's trash to me. I heard it. I listen. It's trash. Um R- Remy Ma ain't put nothing out recently. I don't know who the fuck. BET Awards need to just cut the fuck off. It's trash. Like it's trash, bro. Like. Nipsey won the humanitarian award. Nipsey deserved that. I'm not go. No doubt. R. P. Nipsey hustle. To me, he had the best. Um, what he was doing for his community and we ain't just jumping the wave I've been listening to Nipsey Hustle since my homie Calvin put me on so I've been listening to him since Damn since oh eight ish Oh nine nineish. she was a beast, yeah, yeah, so he was I, I don't mind that one you know, I know mom, I know people was tripping on what his mama said leave that woman alone She grieving I know she sounded a little crazy, but she was speaking in spiritual I don't I'm not too in tune with that so BT awards really I ain't got really shit to say about it because I feel like it's trash. I feel like it needs to go go off the fucking air. Video of the year was uh between um,
1: uh Nice for what? Yeah. Money by Cardi B, Ape shit by the Carters, a lot, 21 Savage Cold, uh Please Me Cardi B, Bruno Mars, and the winner was This is America and Donald it's no, Glover. And there's
0: no disagreements between me and you with This is America. I that that played that played a big social. The video is just yeah, impactful. Yeah, it's very
1: impactful. Ca- catch you off guard with with shooting random people. Yeah, when, like random people
0: get killed, and this and, when this is America, and, this, you know what and I'm once you realized what the video was about, you was like, damn, that's cold. But I I don't really have nothing else to say about BET. Man, what well, about this one? Female R and B pop artist. Oh, so fuck. who was the winner? The
1: uh, the well the nominees were SZA, Ella <laughs> May, Solange Nose, her. Tiana Taylor, and the winner was Beyonce. Beyonce shouldn't have won that. Beyonce dropped two albums over this stretch. And I I don't care. Between a war show to a war show, she Okay, so about.
0: Homecoming wasn't good. Oh Beehive, come at me. Come at me. Y'all don't give a fuck. That was like, her That, wasn't that was good. her live. That was her live. Album album. Performance. Yeah, the and shit was boo 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 boo. I mean it was all her classic. It was all her classics. Live. I I, I want to hear new I wanted to hear new shit, B. Like she, she gave us the, the her part of the Carters. The Carters, Jay Z carried that. Every Jay-Z, song. Every song but one. That And so Jay-Z, that was Jay-Z. So I think either SZA or her or LMA deserve that. You can pick your three people. Look, we ain't finna spend too much. Look, I don't really want All I want to say to BET, if I seen BET people, I'd be like, y'all niggas need to figure something out because y'all took away the good shows. Y'all took away Rap City. You know what I mean? Y'all took away all those 10, 10, uh, 106 and Park. Y'all took away the the great shows that I grew up on. Y'all took them away and now the BET war is watered down. Male Artist of the Year. It was between Travis Scott Drake,
1: 21 Savage, J. Cole, Meek Mill, and the winner
0: was Nipsey Hussle. Like I said, I have no... Nipsey had the album of the year once his album dropped. His album dropped in February 2018. He had the album of the year. I feel like he deserved it. They was trying to... Now, Devil's Advocate, I feel like they was using him a little bit to get viewership, which... You know, a lot of people might come at my head, it's nothing against Nipsey, but it's something against BT. Because I never really and people can correct me if I'm wrong, I never really seen them connected to Nipsey, BT that much. J J Rock should have been nominated. J Rock definitely should have been nominated because him and Nipsey had that album. But I wanted to talk about another. Enough- Pushy T should have been nominated. No.
1: Pushy T could have been uh, arguably... That was last year. Right, arguably... Daytona... That was that was the year before I mean, that? that they, he got
0: nominated... I think he got nominated last year. I so they counted for the year before? Yeah, it? yeah, I think... I think See, I'm it's very go. weird about when they want to start the That's award season. That's why I want to kick it off. That's why I want to get... It. BT, fuck y'all. Y'all need to get the shit off the show. Like, right, BT's so trash, bro.
1: Last, the last thing they did before they close out the show and before we close out this topic... Of of pathetic BET awards, <laughs> the 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 album of the year. So it was between Meek Mill Championships, Travis Scott, Asherwell, The Carters, Everything Is Love, LMA, Ella LMA, Ella the self titled track, and uh, Cardi B Invasion of Privacy was the winner as the album of the year, the overall album of the year.
0: I mean, Cardi B came out swinging. Now, do I agree? Sorta, kinda. Because she, she was hot. I mean, she, she had the bangers on that album. I can't, I can't disagree with that. She was hot, bro. I'm confused. This is why I'm confused. So you give Nipsey Hussle
1: humanitarian a year. You give him male artist of the year. But he's not the male artist. His album
0: isn't nominated for Album of the Year. Well, I believe they counted that out because it got nominated for a Grammy that year. So I believe... But that has nothing to do with the BET Awards. I don't, I don't understand the BET Awards. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, so... <laughs> I'm, just, I'm telling so, you that. I don't understand the BET Awards, bro. Like, so, I'm just trying to... But I'm, once again...
1: I'm just trying to guess what they do. Meek was a nominee for Male Artist of the Year. And Meek is a nominee for Album of the Year. But he didn't win neither one of them. But he was nominated for album of the year, but yet it wasn't good enough album for him to win the art the male artist of the year.
0: What sense does I, this make? I, I don't know, man. Like I, I don't know. B T R trash. I don't I haven't watched y'all since the early thousands. Like real talk. Like, I haven't watched y'all since the early thousands. But what I was watching, and I don't know if you watched this, I was watching the the red yes, the red table. I was listening. I wasn't watching. And um that's Jada Peaky Smith again, you know. Right. And her daughter was on there. And she had some
1: hot topics on there,
0: She had some hot topics. That's why I kind of listen. I kind of peep in sometimes because some of the topics be dope. Right. And it's one of the topics I wanted to touch on. Her daughter was in there. Her daughter said she, she said something about being in a, and I might say this name wrong. I might butcher this fucking word. And maybe my homie can help me. He might butcher it too polyamorous relationship or polygamous, polygamous relationship. relationship right so willow said she don't she wouldn't mind being in a, a polygamous relationship which is three people in a relationship together it can be man, more than three it can be well we going we're gonna say that's be, why because the rules is you have to be in agreements as 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 a group. So we're gonna keep it to what she said. Okay. We're gonna keep it to three because what she said is and I and I got the quote right here she said that's, I mean, she said on the red table, personally, male and female, Uh, she said, male and female, that's all I need. I just need a male and female to love. I would love them both. And I wouldn't think about going outside the relationship because she got a male and a female, right? Right. My question is, because I, I was like, man, damn, do a lot of people do that? And if so, do you think you would do it? Well, or do you see any problems with doing that? Um, okay, so uh if it's
1: the situation for you, of course, it ain't no problem. And what man wouldn't want it? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like 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 Drake said, you know what I'm saying? Two girls, and they get alone like I'm Lou Will. Ooh. you feel me? Ooh. so 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 in that situation. Now, what would make the 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 perfect situation for it to happen? Number one, you gotta have a secure woman that know her place already, that know that ain't no replacing her because that's the only way she's going to be uh, 100% comfortable with inviting another woman into the bedroom, into the home, to live in her space. Into the relationship. Right, into the relationship in general. So she got to be secure with herself mentally, spiritually, sexually, and physically. Right. I feel like all the way around in order to be able to be like, you know what, we can share this man and I'm cool. So would you do it,
0: or do you see anything wrong with
1: it? I don't. If 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 it was a situation that was developing, and you know what I'm saying, I, I'm with two girls, and they know. If first of all, if you're gonna be with multiple women, there's people out there that can be with multiple women and hide it. Niggas, and then niggas. there's people out there that can be with multiple women and be
0: upfront about it. Hey, 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 women, women, real talk. It's a lot of men that's doing this part. <laughs> Doing this relationship and y'all don't even know, like real talk. They got they playing both sides. They got a home there and they got a home with you. So my thing is, I, I okay. What's First, crazy is the nowadays in this era. Uh,
1: the, the I think the best way to look at it is. If you want to get anything out of a woman, just ask because... Facts. I
0: was just about to say that. Man, damn, nine, I was just about to say that. Nine times I out just, of ten, she, she might be down for you. it already. She might ride with you. My thing is, I, I I didn't mind her saying she want two... What men don't want two women in a relationship? I know there's some men that's going to be like, man, that's a headache. But, shit, I can legit just walk out and let them... Go at it if they in their modes. Like shit, I can do the same thing I do with one woman. You know what I mean? Like y'all, y'all having an argument? Shit, I'm gonna let y'all hash it out. Now, I think the only issue I will have is they arguments probably be fights. Right, like fight, fist fights,
2: like
1: fights, fights. Now here's the thing, from a male perspective, I think any guy in his right mind or in his wrong mind would welcome it on because you know what I'm saying. I'm welcoming You, you, You you getting you getting twice the fun. You know what I'm saying. And, twice and, the help and twice the headaches. You know what I'm saying? I, that, that, I, hey, look, it all boils in together. But on the flip side, playing devil's advocate, right? Could you be a man and invite another man?
2: Fuck no
0: So before he said that Audience fuck No No I couldn't and I want two women Two women only If my girl be like Look If my and girl then, And of
1: course I'm not talking about yeah, Nothing homosexual yeah, yeah, look, I'm just look, talking look, 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 about a relationship. Two men a woman
0: uh, No Because at the end of the day You You living with that person Right So So a polygamous relationship Is y'all all living under One household Y'all all in a relationship Correct Together So I will have to be gay Nothing against the gays. Like I said, my sister is gay, not, but not, I'm not, not gay. Not so, necessarily, bro. Because no.
1: in the so a, in a, in, so, it, so in society, like w- there are women in power to the point where they they're calling shots of and dictating their life, just like a male boss can. A female boss can too. So you mean so it, you don't think that through this forty fifty years of Oprah, let's just use Oprah for example, being on TV, being powerful, being famous. That if she wanted to have multiple dudes or multiple women, because it's speculation on both ways of what Oprah is and isn't. Yeah, we don't know Oprah. Tell us. Right, we don't know what, you know, what I'm saying. I think, sexual I think orientation. you, I course, think you sure. got Gail. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but my point is, is that you think she couldn't have a number of dudes or a number of women? She probably could,
0: but that's my I point. Mean, that's my point. Okay, so, but, but, staying on topic, but the rules, because they got rules for this relationship. Weird. You have to be in the relationship with. Every, like, y'all all in agreement to be in a relationship all together. Like, that's what Willow was saying. Willow Smith. She said, I want to be in a relationship with both the male and the female. Mm-hmm. So, if that's the case, and my girl come to me
1: and be like... Well, we got to throw out that perspective for our female I know, listeners. I know, I know. And then, on just on a smaller scale, bro, there's people that they're they not in agreements to be in a relationship. But... You know what I'm saying? She know that I'm fucking her, and she know that I'm fucking her, too. That's so, why you
2: might as
0: well just connect, You know, women. that type of relationship. Hey, women, look. Just do the damn thing. Just give your man, give your man that. <laughs> Be a willow. That's my new slogan for the year. Be a willow. I, I would love that. Be a willow. For real, for real. Oh, was funny, man. But, man, no, nah, look. I, I, I enjoyed these topics, man. You got anything? I ain't got nothing else to say other than B Willow and BET cut your shit off. Shit trash. But this was episode two, man. We'll holla holla at y'all later. Peace. Peace. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 And now I'm suffering there like Lou Will. Six men like Lou Will. Two girls in they get alone like on Lou Will. I just got the new. I am in the matrix and I just took the blue pill No whole shit, no fucking whole shit Say that for your shit, I don't need no fucking body I run my own shit, I told you. thought I told ya you, you didn't listen, Fieri, I'm in the kitchen I'm a magician, I'm on it, I'm like MacGyver I'm Michael Myers, I kill careers and cut the lights off The shit is frightening, I knew it would end up like this I'm fucking psychic, young, but I'm making millions To work a night shift Work the night shift, young, but I'm making millions to work the night shift. Work. Young, but I'm getting every single motherfucking thing I'm old You gotta know, I'm here to fuck with nigga's souls My heart is cold, it's probably cause I'm from the snow With all my woes, I know they wanna see me go I'm on a roll, I mean I'm back on this again I'm here again, you know the truth, let's not pretend I'm not your friend, not your guy, I'm not your buddy Show no love, and I might go to Marcus Cousins Out in public, man, I'm back on this again I'm here again I didn't do this fucking tape For CNN I am not trying to win awards That shit have for us it's nothing like this Young but I'm making millions To work the night shift. Yeah Work the night shit Young but I'm making millions To work the night shift. Work Work the night shift. Yo <laughs> oh.